Hi, welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with Dan, Chris, and Lee. Lee oh, is back. You're back then. Oh yeah, still alive. Just yeah. if you want to, if you want to know all the gory details, you will have to listen to the Patreon show for that. Actual gory details. There is, yeah. a, there they is are actual gory. gore. Um, if you want to listen to it, go to Three Legs Four Wheels. Uh, sorry, Patreon.com slash Three Legs Four Wheels. Sign up from one dollar a month and um, get to hear. Things that turned our stomachs. Yeah. Basically, yeah. a story of how Lee nearly died. Pretty much. Mm. Uh, thanks for all the messages and stuff I had off all you guys while I was in hospital as well. It really meant lots to me. You're welcome. It's okay. <laughs> not, not, not really you. He's, he's talking, you know. talking to the listeners, I think. Yeah, the, oh. the, the great, oh, right. the great masses. Then. Yeah, he was, he was feeling well enough to insult us and be nice to all the listeners. <laughs> Shall we, we talk about F1? You oh. just hit me at the wrong time. They got me at Meadow Clock. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> uh, I was going to say, shall we talk about F1? But that's a very Patreon saying as well. I've just realised, I've just done the YouTube video thing, haven't I? Remember to like and subscribe before you actually get the content. No, because you didn't start off with, hey, it's your boy. <laughs> I really do watch the wrong YouTube channels in that case. Mm. Nothing that I watch on YouTube says that. No. Hey, it's your Bahrain Grand Prix. Yeah, it is. Oh. God, what a race. It was all right, wasn't it? There was a lot going on. There was that much going on that both of us actually typed the same thing on the live blog saying there's too much going on to type. At the same time? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will point out that one of the reasons that things got lost in this race is because they didn't have have someone decent in the pit lane. Kareem Chandok is ace and he knows his stuff, but he, he was nowhere near as good at feeding stuff back to the commentators from the pit lane as Ted Kravitz was. Paul DeResta picked up on a couple of things before he joined as well, didn't he? Yeah. In the in the in the in the, um, in the commentary box, I noticed that happened. The the seamless transition, you know, when Brundle's going to do the post race commentary, post race that quest because yeah. he, he vanishes and Paul DeResta appears mm-hmm. in, the, in the commentary box. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but you did you miss loads of stories from the race? Yeah, you know, like all the midfield things and the. I mean, we we didn't know. Um, like my, we'll, we'll talk talk about it more later. But one of my favourite drivers of the day was Lando. Go, going from his mistake right up the front of the grid. Yeah. What was his pit stop strategy? I haven't got a fucking clue. I think he too stopped. Yeah, but there was there was nothing about the There must have been something they, for him to make the, the that headway. Like McLaren must have found a good gap to stick him into, or something like that. Yeah. Or he must have undercut some people here or there. But you didn't hear about any of that because there was nothing no, coming. Nothing from the coming lane. through. Yeah, the only thing we got through really wasn't that Renault were running the one-stop strategy, which mm-hmm. didn't really, didn't, really didn't mean a lot for Ooh, to them either. No. Like, actually, quick note to the listeners: if you got really, really bored of me uh, getting all fucking gooey-eyed over Jensen Button, you strap yourself in because Lee has a new boy, Lando, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you've met this one. Yeah, man. <laughs> I touched him. <laughs> I I shook his hand when we left and said thank you. <laughs> Restraining orders in the post already. Unwashed hand. Um, start at the back, and, and once is. again, it is Williams. Well, technically speaking, Renault. I suppose, yeah. Although I've already said Williams. Let's get it out of the way because there's not a real mass to talk about with Williams apart from yeah, to, to finish last. Last you got to finish. Yeah. It's a shit show. Yeah. Kibitza two laps down. George one lap down. Um, 
not quite support showing by Kibitza this weekend, but it, it's the, he had a full car. At one point... R- Russell was, the, was on the same lap as other people this time. Yeah. yeah. And at one point, Williams' cars were running at similar pace to other cars on the field. Tyres, though, in Although it. there was tyres yeah. and damage to take into account, but at least in Australia... They were running. Tire tire deg was massive there, though. Well, in Australia, yeah. they were running slower than running slower than cars that were on old tires. But I think they're they running slower than cars but in 1927. I think they will do on other circuits. It's just because the the tire deg was so massive around that circuit that when that the time when they had brand new tires on, yeah, like there was tires literally falling off yeah. of the cars. Um, well, I mean, you could you could tell how bad the tire degradation actually was there because half of the field in the F two sprint race stopped, and yeah. that is you know that that never um, happens. Never heard of. Yeah, it's a fucking sprint race. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. You know, I mean, Luca Giotto won the sprint race even after a pit stop. Yeah, um, but yeah, Williams. Um, I think George Russell is holding himself very well in the team. You know, mm-hmm. given the given the situation that's going on, given yep. the fact he's a young man, he's um, saying the right things. He's as saying well. the right things yeah. in the media. Yeah. He's he's uh, if I think he's remembering that, that he's a Mercedes driver. I think he has to. I think every time he looks at that Mercedes badge on that Williams jumper that he's got on, he thinks, "Oh well, maybe shiny days are ahead." And um, shiny silver days. Well, I think he. The best thing that could happen for him is for Ocon to end up in the same car and him to start beating Ocon. If that, yep. if that could yeah. happen for him, it should be awful days. On the other hand of it, I'd like to say that I was completely right about Robert Kubica. Yeah. Uh, Wholeheartedly he... right. And anybody that disagreed with me about it, as far as listeners, you were wrong. <laughs> and if you wanted to come back and tell me you weren't wrong, do it. Because that means you'd be wrong again. I think he deserved his chance, as I say, but he's, he's not proven himself, is he? No. No. It's a waste of a seat. It's uh, it's a shame. I, I'm a nice, you know. I am a nice bloke, and it. <coughs> although I don't think Sorry, it would that, have. That, that wasn't. That wasn't no, to come out loud. I'm not nice <laughs> to you. Um, although it's not. Um, uh, I don't. I still don't think it would have been good for the sport if he did well, because I don't think anyone with the injuries he's got that can come into a premier class and compete against able-bodied people and beat them. Uh, I don't think that would look good for any sport, not just Formula One, fucking anything. Um, especially when it involves the limbs that the said sport use. Uh, but it's just silly. You know, it's, he was lapped by his teammate in Australia and he was, what, 30 seconds down on his teammate? Yeah. Uh, in, in this race? Yeah. <laughs> He was close in qualifying, but the thing is, I'd I'd like to go back and look at George Russell's lap and see if there was something wrong with that or if he was blocked at some point because uh, I was... I just think he was in a Williams, to be honest with you. No, but I was surprised how close they were in qualifying. But all the way through, the the other... Because the, like, Q1 and Q2, uh, like, George was a clear half a second, six tenths ahead of him. And then on the far... They were close in qualifying, and then the first few laps of the race, Kibitza was faster. Yeah, but it's... I mean, it, it, the, the thing is, even 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 if he can get somewhere around where George is on a, on a single lap, um, he's an old guy now, and he's, he's just running at the pace of a rookie driver. 
albeit you could say he's a rookie now because of how long he's been out. But then there's no point in him being a rookie driver because he doesn't have the years left to be a rookie driver. Um, there was there doesn't matter which which way you play it. He shouldn't be there, and he shouldn't he should never have been there. No, I think he deserved his chance, but yeah, as I say, he's not he's not living up to it. And for all those people who keep saying the Kubica movie is a bit anticlimactic, no, it finished when the lights went out in Australia. That's when the movie stops. We said that we did say that all along. Interesting, you talk about qualifying pace. I had a look at the um, I had a look at the qualifying mm-hmm. figures. I put this put this on the website. I don't know if you yesterday. I don't know if you guys have had any chance to read this no. yet. Um, half the grid, half the teams were slower in qualifying this year than last year. Oh wow. Um, yeah, Mercedes, Toro Rosso, Renault, Williams, and Red Bull were um, the fastest time that any of those cars set was slower than the fastest time that any of those cars set in 2018. And it was actually Red Bull that had the biggest gap between the 2018 and 2019 times. I wonder if that's, given the new aero regs, if that's down to like the crosswinds that were happening on the track. Crosswinds or different tyres, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. But then you look at the other the other end of that scale. Um, Alfa Romeo were two seconds faster than Sauber. McLaren mm-hmm. were 1.4 seconds faster than last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Haas were up just over half a second. Um, Leclerc broke the, re- the circuit record, didn't he, in qualifying? Yeah. 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 And um, Racing Point as well. Obviously, Ferrari, uh, Leclerc broke one, the circuit one, record by 0.092 of a second. One Racing Point, yeah. I'd imagine one racing point might have made, might have been quicker. I only took the quickest time. Right, for me. okay. The quickest, <laughs> the quickest time setting qualifying by the team. Yeah, not having, each driver. Having said that, though, Leo, I don't know if you if you noticed, but in Australia, Stroll was a lot faster than Perez all weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was because it's a street circuit, which means I think Stroll might be the best Formula E driver in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Actually. He, he does well. Circuits. He does well at yeah. street circuits. Yeah, no, no I didn't, yeah. didn't take that into account. Uh, one, one other point to make about uh, Williams when it comes to uh, the qualifying. I wonder how much of that is uh, whoever's in charge at Williams these days going. Look, just go out and do this time to that delta, so we don't look embarrassing, but we're not ruining the car before the race. Um, I think it's a bit late for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't even know what the spare situation at Williams is because... That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. we Yeah, were, yeah uh, Kubita said at the beginning of the weekend that there is... No spares. Is no spares. Which is the same as what he's been saying since Barcelona. Yeah, it's also the same thing. He also turned around and said that his car is worse than George Russell's. So what I find amazing is, is the team that have no spare parts have somehow managed to make... Have somehow managed to get the budget together to make one car okay and one car not okay. I don't. Th- I don't think that's a budget thing. I think there's um, just a fundamental ma- manufacturing. Flaw. I think it's a bullshit race and driver excuse. So do I. I don't, <laughs> I'd maybe like... not, because when his nose came off in Australia, there was probably a bit of floor damage there as well, wasn't there? Almost definitely, because and if they've they got the front end, whole front end of the car run over, if they've got no spares, I don't know if they've got no. <laughs> Because he was talking about wings, wasn't he? I don't know whether they've got got another floor or something. No, it's it's not just wings at the shot of it's all aerospace. Yeah. I wonder if they've done a repair on well, the he floor was well instead of he was well slow before one on. that though, wasn't he? It's not like it's not like that happened and then he was slow. That yeah, he was slow before that. Yeah. So uh, I was just just a, a quick mention because I know it's the, it's the wrong race, but just while we're, while we're still talking about it. 
uh, so, so the listeners, listeners know maybe maybe they've got some input on it. Um, where in, in Australia, he ran into the wall in a really weird way, and he ran into the pits in a really weird way and hit the wall. And it's it's this is just pure conjecture on my part. I've, there's no, I've nothing to back it up with, but apart from the fact that when last year when they were talking about him getting the drive, there was worries about whether he could even get enough lock on the car to get around the hairpin at um, Monaco. And it makes me wonder whether he's got himself into suit two situation on the track where he can't actually get enough lock on the car to get himself out of it. Uh, so I was saying to see us before, I think it might be it, the fact that they're at the back might be a blessing in disguise because I think he might actually be dangerous if he was further up the field. Yeah, that's not the tightest point on the circuit, is it? But I mean, if, somebody, if he's had a little snap on the way into the pit lane and not been able to correct it in time, then that's going to, of course, cause cause. No, no, but it, it, it wasn't a snap when he came into the pit lane. He understeered into the wall. Yeah, but, it's, but it's sometimes yeah. it can be it can be so so uh, Maybe. subtle that you don't notice it. If yeah. It's just it was something I'd never seen another driver do like that. Yeah. But if the car's aerodynamically unstable, that could have been caused by anything. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Understeer, it, but, rather than him not putting enough steering that input speed, in. That speed, breaking, uh, breaking to go, going into the pits. I'm gonna say that the aero is gonna be less useful. You know, it's, yeah, it's he, he it's it happened to him once. It didn't happen to him all the time. It didn't happen to George Russell at all. Well, the thing is, though, you look at you look at what happens um, under braking with an aerodynamic stall. I think he's making. I think he's making excuses for you've him just, because you've he's just got himself. You, you've just got to look at Ericsson last but, year, but last year if, in Italy. But or, if, that, if it was Lance Stroll, I don't think he'd be making these excuses for him. I think he's making excuses for him because he's had an injury. Um, no, it's just there are tighter corners in Australia than the end. Yeah, no, no, I, re- I realise that. But I think, pit lane and the, but we, I think we this is what's happened on, all, on the circuit. All the talk about Kubica, because I know I've been pretty negative about it from the word go. I know that, but I think all of the all of the things people have been saying about Kubica, if it had been Lance Stroll or if it had been Gasly, especially this year, so like so far the year he's been having, I think he'd, they'd be murdered for it. But I think he's getting a he's getting a free pass for his injuries. No, I don't no, I disagree. I, I think, as you say, you're giving us pure conjecture. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're also giving pure conjecture that maybe no, no. But... I, don't, I don't just mean about that that instance. I mean about everything he's doing. I think he's he's had a bit of a free pass for things. I think he's no. still I think he's still getting the free pass as far as the. Like Formula One go, as in on the. Um, I'm not sure it's free. On I think it costs a few million. Yeah. yeah. No, but no, but on on the coverage, I think he's getting a free pass. I think he's getting no criticism because of the. No, and he should be because it's hidden. Yeah. By the fact that Williams is so poor, if will yeah. if if it's the best thing that could happen for him for Williams to be in such a situation that they're in, because if they were at the back, see, even if they were up at the back with the rest of the midfield. And he was thirty seconds back from that. Then I think there'd be more people on board. You know, there'd be more people saying saying things because they'd have to. But it's a shame. What's but with the, the, with, the, with the way that the car is, I don't think we're actually ever going to find that out. Uh, no, but you can judge him against his teammate. Yeah, possibly. Who, according to Kubica, has a Ferrari which is painted like Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Surely it'd be a Mercedes because that really, no, it's that Ferrari. Really no, ruined it's his Ferrari. It's Ferrari. Let's just talk about Renault instead. Um, 
Very confusing. Yeah. Like, what happened there? I saw two Renaults off at the same corner, and I thought, well, they've hit each other, clearly, because they were occupying a very similar space on the circuit. No, they were... They were they were only, half a lap apart at the they time. Were, they were, at one point, they were, a few se- they were a few seconds apart, and then one of them must have made a pit stop because, yeah, as you say, it was... It was they, but they, they weren't that far apart in terms of positions. And then, all of a sudden... They went off at the same corner. Yeah, how? Ridiculous. Um, well, Hulkenberg had a major engine problem. Some, something blew. Something went bang. Yeah. And as it turns out, as I've just, uh, as I've just found out, it was Danny... Uh, Danny Ricardo's MG UK that went to shut shut the whole car down. Shut, no the, power. shut the whole car off. The car went car went into safe mode, and then, judging by the way that the uh, live light was flashing, went into a very unsafe mode, which is why he didn't put the steering wheel back on. Yeah, but none of the marshals, if you notice, was paying attention to the red flashing light on top of the car and was trying to reattach the steering wheel. You're not supposed to touch the car if the light is flashing red. It's a good job there's no fire. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, before then the. I think they pretty much buggered uh, Ricardo's race up because I think it proved that the one stop didn't work. But what, yeah. like, why stick to it? You know, it's right at one point he was running best of the rest. He was yeah. leading the he race. Was leading at one, one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, no, but at one point he was running like, like, like to be perfectly honest, everyone else had pitted when he when he was leading the race, so he, he was already fucked at that point. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, well, no, he was on a different strategy. He was on a one-stop, and they yeah, pitted no, for their two-stop. But it was already obvious that that two-stop, by the pace he had, it was already obvious that two-stop wasn't working. But Sorry, the one-stop wasn't yeah. working for him. Um, but the funny thing is, he was best of the rest at one point. How nobody in Renault turned around and said, right, well, that's it. We can't get higher up than this because we don't have the pace to do any better than be just behind uh, be behind one Red Bull. Yeah. Um, when every when, when the first lot of cars pitted that he was ra- that he was racing around him, they should have just copied them. Copy copy the cars around you. You're already ahead. Yeah. You will win. You will beat them. But they chose not to. Yeah. They chose to stick to their one. It was a sh- it was a stupid call. Uh, the I don't I don't understand what they did to him. Um, it's it doesn't seem to be working, does it? He he was racing Magnussen at that point. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. as soon as, as who soon was as, more than a pit stop behind him. Yeah, but that as soon as as soon as Magnussen had gone, as soon as he was out of the way, they should have just pitted Ricardo because he couldn't race the people in front of him. Because so, he had to look yeah. after his so tires, co- yeah. cover off the guys behind you. Yeah, and then you just drive till you get till you've won till you've where well, you've won your race. Yeah, just just treat the one stop as a very long first stint. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't as though they didn't have the tires because he had um, he had one new set of each. Mm-hmm. They they were too they were too deep when when he was leading the race. They were too deep into that strategy then yeah. to pull the pin on just going going for the two stop. So that was a shame, but like he, wouldn't have stopped his car breaking down, there would it? But he's 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 kind of having it. I mean, right right now, um, Nico Hulkenberg looks like the better driver of the two. Um, of the two Renault drivers. Well, Ricardo admitted it himself on Thursday. He's right. not. He's not confident in the car yet, mm. which um, is a very un-Ricardo thing for him to say. Yeah, but it's also um, this is where I've got. We'll, we'll talk about them later again. But this is where I've got absolutely no. Um, I've got no. Not. I've got no pity for Gasly. Um, I, I understand um, why Daniel Ricardo could have gone to Renault and might be struggling with the car a little bit because he's gone from Red Bull, who are. Like famously known for usually, maybe not this year, but usually having the best chassis on the grid, mm, yeah. to Renault, who are famously known for not 
having the best chassis on the grid. Yeah, it's something he's got yeah. to get used to. So yeah. he's 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 gone. He's got the same power unit he, behind him. He so spent he, what five years in Adrian Newey designed cars. Yeah, yeah. So can you imagine how confusing that is? I mean, obviously he's a, he's one of the best drivers in the world. I'm sure he's going to get used to it. But when the drivability of the engine you've got behind you is something that you're used to, but then when you're applying that power you haven't got the same grip or poise with the car. Mm. That's going to be quite confusing. He, he would have probably been better off with a completely different engine. You know, so you're learning the car and From scratch, drivability yeah. of the engine together. Um, so, I mean, that could also be complete horseshit, but it sounded really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Although the double Renault retirement did cause the, uh, cause the best tweet of the weekend. The Renault engine keeping Red Bull off the podium again. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that was true, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, that car shutdown is uh, something... Crazy retirements. Yeah, it's something that uh, Danny Rick appears to have brought with him from Red Bull, isn't it? Because the, the Red Bull liked to shut down, didn't it? it seems to be two different problems, though, didn't it? Because his it, car oh, shut down. Yeah, yeah. Well, one let the smoke out. Hulk, yeah. Hulkenberg, I think, was a um, turbo blowout. And Metal Danny, came out of the back of Hulkenberg's car. Yeah. That's a new components for him for the next race, isn't it? That's yeah. not good on the second race of the season. No, because when engines are meant to last seven races, yeah, yeah, there's uh, we'll be seeing we'll be seeing him taking penalties. I would have thought. Fucking hell, I'm um, fucking sick of penalties. And Danny Rick's MG UK. Well, that's the same problem that Carlos Sainz had in Australia. Mm. So the Renault MG UK doesn't look to be all that shit hot this season. Yeah. Um, well, Sainz's was because it started a fire. In Australia. In Australia. Did he have to have a new one for... Uh, yeah, he did. Okay. On the on the good... The positive side for Renault, um, at least on the engine side, is they do seem to have made gains up in the engine department. Yeah, fully, yeah. Because I... Uh, I Calling the, the Red Bull... Uh, Red Bull Honda engines have made up all this power gains. I'm calling lies. Because that was a pretty... Is there anything going on in F1 at the moment that you actually believe? No. Uh, no, but you, now we've now we've got that away. On with the podcast. The uh, Max Verstappen finish finished where he was. Look at the uh, move Lando did on Gasly. Mm. Yeah, that was pure engine grunt last year. Even under um, wasn't it under DRS? It was it was under DRS, but he was still there. Do you know what I mean? It was a McLaren yeah. overtaking overtaking a Red Bull that's got the same engine in. Yeah, yeah. but there was a Toro. Oh, Rosso. sorry, it's got a hundred. There was a Toro Rosso overtaking a Red Bull. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, yeah, I just don't. I don't see it. I don't. I don't. And I. I also think we'll talk about Red Bull, but it seems it's it seems worse. Possibly. Um, credit where credit's due. The Hulkenberg's race day performance qualified in seventeenth. Abysmal qualifying. Was ninth? Was he after the first lap or something? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, was running in a genuine sixth. Yeah. Um, that's bloody good showing. Great. Yeah. yeah. Hulkenberg is a great driver, you know. The, there are a few contenders for driver of the day, and Hulkenberg was Absolutely was one of them. them. Yeah. What have we got next? Haas, prepare to drink. Saying binary again, but bad binary. I saw the actual rich energy on sale this weekend. Oh, you were in Hooded Ram. No, I wasn't. Oh, that's two places. Villa Marina. Bloody hell! Mm. I'm giving myself factual tweet of the weekend for Formula One. Which is when is Haas gonna gonna realise that they make really good point scoring cars and then freely give them away to morons? I think I think that car is probably it's, ca- it's Captain Crashy and the Beige Boy now. <laughs> I think that car is 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 probably 
best of the rest. I th- well, on a fast lap, that car is 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 is. I think on over- it. I think overall, it might be touch wood. It might be McLaren. It might be. Maybe. At the moment, we don't, it's still early doors. I think, it, I think it will be. I think, but I think Best of the Rest could change it every circuit, which is which is even better. I think it depends. Do you know it's who's not come Best of the Rest? Roman Grosjean. He's just, sorry. It was, to be <laughs> fair, it wasn't his fault. It was no. the other shit driver on the track. Well. He drove clean into him. He should, he should, he should. Mm. But the argument is. He shouldn't have been there to have been yeah. drove into by yeah. Lance Stroll. He yeah. should have been up there with the Red Bulls. <laughs> I, yeah, I see a little bit of turning in as well going on with um, with Grosjean. I maybe, didn't, I didn't but quite see it as he, t- he turned in, but there was no way uh, Lance Stroll wasn't going to hit him. He came in. He was far. Came in far too hot. Yeah. Um, and Lance Stroll kind of. If it was really funny, isn't it? Last uh, in Australia, we had new Bottas and we had a really good Lance Stroll. We had new Stroll, Haas and Grosjean are exactly the fucking and, uh, same. And this weekend, we had usual Bottas and usual, usual Stroll. Stroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely usual, usual first half of the season, Grosjean. Absolutely, um, zero points. Should we start saying it now that this has to be his last year? Very good. I didn't. I didn't really mean that to be a pun. No, to be perfectly honest, it's got to be. You did, you did when you said it last year. It's got to be his last year. <laughs> he's guaranteed to be re-signed. <laughs> the thing is, they were. I, I'm still convinced that Haas wanted Giovinazzi, but when Alpha announced that they'd signed Giovinazzi, that it was the next day that Haas announced they were retaining their lineup. No, I'm not sure that's looking like a particularly good deal either. Um, <laughs> but it's better, maybe better than a Grosjean deal. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think they wanted uh, Giovinazzi in the car, and when it, when they when they found out they weren't getting him, mm. they they re-signed Grosjean. I don't think he was first choice for that seat. Uh, I, I think you're probably right. I think I think. Do you think he was palmered? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally do. Default, um, default, <laughs> default. Yeah. Uh, Best two little two words in the English <laughs> language. And again, and again, like you second about, comes right after first, same episode. <laughs> And like you were saying about Lance Stroll being a fine Formula E driver, I think Grosjean's a Formula E multiple world champion. Oh, no, I don't. No, Christ. don't be No, stupid. what? Grosjean on a narrow circuit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. With close racing? Yeah, he'd be brilliant. Or dead. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Whoa, sorry. <laughs> Calm down. That that one fan. No, I, th- I, think, I think Grosjean is perfect. He's in the wrong Haas team. He's perfectly suited to NASCAR. Uh, his rubbing wife it, rubbing his race. No, his wife had a different surname before they were married. K Mag got so anonymous. He could have been driving a 2017 Sauber. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> he, he, he one stop, didn't, didn't he? he? Yeah, I he's not. K Mag was a one stopper. Yeah. Yeah. Finished thirteenth. Was in the points for quite a long time and, and then, then wasn't. wasn't. And he, was, he did something as well. I can't remember what it was. And it, it, <coughs> he, he did something really bad. He got caught out by the by the winds, didn't he? And ran no, no, he, no he, he nearly had somebody off and he squeezed someone off the track at some point. Something happened. He was getting he was getting overtaken and I thought his defence was really borderline. Oh, it was Magnus and Hulkenberg again. Was it? Yeah. Because it, 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 it brought me back to, I mean, it explains a few things if it was Hulkenberg, because as we've learned from that Netflix documentary, they fucking hate each other. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it, it cast my mind back to that Hulkenberg thing of him saying that he's the most unsportsmanly driver on the track. Um, but yeah, it's, it's such a shame because I want Haas to do well. I, 
I think I like the model they've used. I think more teams, more new teams that have come into Formula One should have used that model that they've used. Yeah. Um, I I like it more now. Yeah, that it's, just, it's just the problem is the drivers are a glueless kit. Yeah, but I, I like it more now because... See what I did there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it more now because the Alfa Romeo are the proper Ferrari B team. So it, they are literally customers now. You know, I, I don't think there's... I don't think you're going to see a Haas not race a Ferrari if it's got a chance to race a Ferrari. Yeah, I, I do yeah. think they they are literally buying parts from a shop when it comes to Ferrari. Um, you know, like like you said, they didn't even get the Ferrari Junior driver in their car. Yeah. Um, so it's I want them to do well. I like that Gun Gunther. I think he comes across really well on television. Yeah. Um, they just they need a couple of drivers in that car. Do you know who would have been fucking perfect in that, or at least for like a gap year until maybe something else um, opened up? Would have been Ricardo. He would have been the perfect driver to go to Haas to blow away his teammate. Try maybe get a couple of podiums here or there if there was something for a sniff. Yeah. While your way on on your way to twenty twenty one to see if it's worth the jump to McLaren or the jump to. Uh, Mercedes if everything goes wrong with a driver or something you know I think it's I, I think the move to Renault is going to haunt Ricardo because by the time it's finished I don't think he's going to have the stock that he has had yeah this, this is an important season for a lot of drivers but Ricardo's yeah. one of them um, needs to start putting Hulkenberg away and hasn't been so far but as you say two races in with a new team yeah who knows oh, so. how the hell have we gone back to Renault after talking about Haas I know that, I think that I think that just goes to show how <laughs> was in tangents never I'm just going to say I think that goes to show how much of a sort of pretty much a non-entity Haas were this weekend well talking yeah. of non-entities the next team were fairly anonymous no, as well I don't know they, they, they got in they got in the racing points well but just about yeah, they got one. They got one racing point. Yeah, they got. They've got one racing point. But who remembers? Apart from the stroll incident, who remembers anything that any of those two cars did throughout the race? Did you say uh, well, not? Did you say we couldn't include the stroll incident? No, not right. allowed. I'm out. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything? Um, anyone? Perez? Was, no. Stroll, stroll was out in Q1 as well, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, this anyway, is not good. This is not Anton, good. Anton Hubert looked quite good. Oh, sorry, sorry, wrong pink car. That was the F2 one in the BWT colours. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, completely anonymous race. I mean, not a terrible race. What was it, 10th or 14th, something yeah. like that? Hang on, I thought all the F2 drivers were called Schumacher this year. Because if they're, they're... Well, I'm, only, I'm only saying Anton Hubert did good just to remind people that there were like another oh, 20, drive. another 19 drivers on the track during the F2 race. <laughs> um, we, we will we will get to that in a bit. I didn't actually catch any of it, to be it, honest with you. No. It was it was good, but we'll we'll talk we'll talk about that yeah. later. Um, yeah, I mean, Racing Point just didn't. I don't know. They've gone backwards. They've, they've definitely. I think they backwards. had to because the, their development. What was the, what when start again, Christopher? When they were developing for this season, they would have been um, in receivership or whatever it was called in administration. Yeah, um, because that's would have... never happened to that team before through the course of the season. Yeah, and what happened the following season? They, <laughs> they were awful. They've usually they? coped with it quite well. It's taken them a couple of years usually to get yeah. back on back on track. This is you know they've, they're from Force India going to being Racing Point. Um, 
that happening mid-development for a car with new regulations mm. have probably hurt them, and they've had to go quite conservative and a little bit right. normal. Let's let's look at let's look at some uh, some raw numbers for this, and this is only quali- this is qualifying. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were faster in qualifying than last year, right? And they had a they'd narrowed the gap to pole position. Good from last year. But they were lower on the so grid. They they were up they were up on both counts. And well, Perez was. Yeah, one lap pace. Yay. Yeah. Race pace. But mm. well, like this is the this is the problem though, isn't it? I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait until the next race. Maybe it was just. Um, I get the feeling that Lance Stroll can drive a racing car, but he doesn't understand how to drive a racing car. Remember in this that that situation where he said like, "I don't know what the car's doing," things yeah. like that. Um, so I'm going to give him the, although that's not acceptable to be perfectly honest, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for this race because he did do well in Australia, but the, uh, and the crosswinds might have thrown him off here, but you know, you're not talking about a rookie driver anymore, are you? Third season. Yeah. He's, and he's, he had a car that should be comfortably, comfortably Q2. You know, when you look at who was around him and who was going faster than him. Um, it's. I mean, what, what? Right, what happens to Force India now? I mean, does Lawrence Stroll want a Formula One team that much that um, he's willing to have a, run a Formula One team for his son to be last or next to last all the time? You know, he was he was keeping the Williams company in the uh, for for a part of the part of it. That shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, but what, at one point he was between the two Williams, didn't like was it Russell that overtook him? Wasn't that strategy though? Uh, no, that was because he had his nose changed. Oh, oh, of course, yeah, yeah, sorry, course yeah. yeah, sorry. He needed a new nose after the first lap. Yeah. But, all right then, but in qualifying he so was So new strategy after yeah. after the first lap being <laughs> yeah. stopped. Yeah. But it's it's not Surely his dad's not gonna keep pumping money into a team. For him to be shit at Formula One, he's so, not been shit so far this season. He's been—he was, he was shit this weekend. Yeah, don't, don't forget the average though, with, with the amount of damage that he took. Um, there's going to have been some floor damage and other aero part damage in there as well. But look how he qualified. He qualified like out in Q1. Out in Q1. That was, a, that was one a, place that was, behind Hulkenberg. Yeah. Well, you fucking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's Lance Stroll. Hulkenberg have bad qualifying <laughs> session. <laughs> The um... <laughs> now I just can't help but think if it was Hulkenberg you were talking about, he wouldn't be getting the amount of shit. That... No, I know what you mean, <laughs> but I mean realistically, Hulken... you're just going easy on Hulkenberg because he doesn't have as much money as Lance yeah. Stroll. I'm, I'm going, I'm going easy on Hulkenberg because he's been a good Formula One driver for over a decade. <laughs> um, so, Not... how many podiums has he got? None. <laughs> how many podiums has Stroll got? <sighs> <laughs> And Maldonado's got to win. Yeah. <laughs> but but Hulkenberg does so well just because of his experience in endurance racing. Yeah. <laughs> That's Hartley. Yeah. Let's get back to what we were talking about. <laughs> Tangent peoples. But shooting Lee down. But yeah. it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what Stroll does in the next race. That's what I was trying yeah. to say. Because like, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt for this race because he did well in Australia. He did do well in Australia. But he but does you're saying ten- it was a street circuit. He does tend to go well on like street circuits yeah, and semi-permanent right, yeah. circuits. Yeah, you are right. Um, it has been noted before, hasn't it? That, but the, th- so. the thing as well, what worries me for Stroll is, is like, all, apart from the um, the oh, like the night race element of it, 
like Baku's known as being a, not Baku, sorry, where were we? Bahrain. Bahrain is known for being quite an easy track to drive, isn't it? No, the drivers look at it as quite an easy circuit to learn and do. Uh, so it's it's not um it I, I I'd have thought he should have been he should have been further he should have been closer to Perez. Okay. Yeah. That's a fair yeah. point to say. Uh, I don't think they were that far apart at the end of the rear. Well they're fourteenth and tenth, but yeah, as you say. Yeah. Yeah. But not, shim, obviously the, the way the race finished, you can't really take time gaps into into account. No. No. Another no. Australian sort of result that got reversed in Bahrain, though. Mm. Mm. Um, Toro Rossa. Yeah. Kvyat in 12th and Albon getting his debut points in 9th. I don't think Kvyat would have been uh, 12th if he hadn't been spun around. <laughs> yeah, if Giovinazzi hadn't have thumped him, yeah. then Kvyat would have got points. Yeah. What is the story with Albon not racing under the Union Jack? He's racing under a Thai licence because he's half Thai. Yeah, but he he's he's half Thai, but he's I, I think he was born in England. Yeah, but he's, yeah. he's, he's just but like one of his parents is Thai. Oh yeah, no, but I just wondered why yeah. is that? Because that's that's where that's where he first started racing. Also, like Roman Grosjean's born in Switzerland. I thought I thought he'd lived license. all his life in England, most of his life in England. Um, but yeah, you can live most of your life in a country and start racing in a completely different one. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it's 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 Hulkenberg. It's, sorry, it's uh, it's Rick, it's uh, Rosberg syndrome. It's called. Yeah, but I uh, know. But, but what I mean, Monaco, mean yeah. is, <laughs> I, I wondered. I wondered whether there was money coming in from the Thai side. That's entirely possible. Yeah, that it'd be because easier to get because he considers he considers himself English. He yeah. he doesn't consider himself Thai. British-born Thai racer, I think they call him. Yeah, yeah, but no, but what I mean is, him as a person, he doesn't consider himself Thai. He considers yeah. himself yeah. English. But it's just, it's just that's that's but, where his racing license is. Yeah, but that does that matter? Yeah, that's where that's where you where your country is from. Because oh, Grosjean right. Grosjean races under a French license. Yeah, no, but yeah, that, I was just wondering whether it was sponsorship. Well, it's like um, yeah, it's be, like yeah. all the um, all the Spanish riders in the TT. Yeah, race under a Portuguese license because road racing is illegal in Spain. Is it really? Yes. Wow. That's why you will never see a Spanish rider on the starting line for the TT, or That's a, or if, some, or if a Spanish racer wins, they will play the Portuguese national anthem. That's because they're racing under Portuguese. Good yeah. TT pub knowledge. Good TT pub knowledge. This is why I do a lot of pub quizzes. Yes, I retain crap, <laughs> <laughs> just like you're doing with all that morphine. <laughs> no, no, I've been all right. It's been, things have been pretty frequent. But I think that, that could have been a double points finish for Toro Rosso. Um, they have made a bit of a bit of a step forward so far. Mm. Um, well, the midfield's so tight, isn't it? It is. We were saying this in the last mm. podcast, last review podcast. Mercedes means... and Ferrari have fucked it. <laughs> well, I don't know that they have yet. Um, but yeah, everybody from like it's it, it's Mercedes, Ferrari, or Mercedes and Ferrari. Mm. At the moment, Ferrari look a bit quicker, but they yeah. we'll get to that in a minute. Um, Verstappen and the midfield. <laughs> no, then it's just everyone else. Yeah, uh, Verstappen. Red, Red Bull have got Red Bull have got a gap. I think yeah. to the midfield. Verstappen yeah. is clearly ahead of. He's in like a class of one, isn't he? He's gonna have some lonely races. Yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to see how that. How, but we'll talk about him in a, in a bit. Yeah. His race may have panned out if there hadn't been contact between him and Sainz. But yeah, we got to uh, we got to see a Toro Rosso overtaking a Red Bull this time. Yes, we did. But we saw it in Australia as well. Yeah, they cut away from it very quickly. Yeah, Kvyat went it, past it was, Gasly. It was, it was also a Christ o'clock in the morning and I yeah. r- couldn't really focus on the TV. And Albon went past Gasly uh, in Bahrain on turn 12, I think it was, at the end of the second, uh, third straight, mm. the straight in the middle of the circuit. 
But yeah, the, the Toro Rosso are looking are looking good this year. Um, Kvyat, I th- I think that time that he spent away from racing, um, it may have worked. Do you think there's any difference? Yeah, yeah. Do you? He's, he's not broken Kvyat. He's not broken. He's not broken Kvyat, but I don't think he's. He's not. He's not making. He's, he's not racing like he was the year before last. Yeah, but he's not racing like someone that's going to make it into to- uh, Red Bull. So he won't have a drive next year. I, I, he's another driver. I don't understand what the point was, apart from the fact they're running out of drivers. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. They're running out of drivers. Yeah. They, ha- they have no one with a super license. Mm-hmm. But, um, but think... next next year, your man will have a super license. Sorry, I went away from the Dan mic. Dan Dictum. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I th- I've, yeah. I mean, that, I suppose that is one thing. There's a man. Perfect for Haas. What, Perfect. Dan Tictum? No. Kvyat. Yeah. Perfect Haas driver. Yeah. If Grosjean loses his seat. Oh, for Magnussen. Yeah. You know, if, if, if I was Haas, I'd be replacing both drivers. Yeah, but Magnussen scores points. Oh, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, but, Magnussen looks like yeah, but a, I think, a decent driver but I think sometimes. You could get, I think you could get there, but he's not a best of the rest car no. driver. No. Do you know what I mean? Well, I he's, still, I, he's still back in the midfield driver. They should they should be looking for better drivers than both of them. Albon's still got a lot to prove as well, but early signs are pretty good with him. So, uh, yeah, I mean, beating the works Red Bull driver. <laughs> yeah, and you're only your second race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> not ideal, is it? Yeah, yeah, doing okay. Well, I think yes. Yeah, so well, it's ideal for Albon. I think he finished one place behind him, but he did overtake he him, stayed ahead him. of him yeah. for, for a long a long time within the race. Uh, was it? Wasn't it him that was hassling him in? Uh, Australia as well. No, it was Kivya. No, it was Kivya. Oh, was Kivya, it Kivya and Gasly, yeah, and Kivya right. stayed ahead of him. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Al- Alban is definitely showing potential. Mm, definitely. Um, Red Bull worthy in the future. Too early to tell. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it just Re- remembering that last year there was a Toro Rosso in fourth place. Yeah. 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 Which yeah, was yeah. Gasly. Yeah. 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 Looking amazing. Yeah. And now he's in a better car and not doing. So well this year round, should we say? Right. It happens though, doesn't it? Sometimes, like swings around. Sometimes, it 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 could all turn round for him. Or I, I, to me, over the these two races, and this doesn't mean Gasly's a bad driver. It it looks like they might have moved him up to the main team too soon, and I'm wondering whether Gasly's problems are having a teammate. Like Max Verstappen, and he's he his problems are trying to match Max Verstappen's pace, and he's not quite capable of doing should, it. Should be racing himself, and no yeah, one but, didn't we say? Well, exactly, you've got to be your teammate, though, haven't you? Didn't we say exactly the same about Kvyat when he got moved up and there was no he was struggling? To Absolutely, match and that's why we affectionately recall it over a season. Mm. But that's why we affectionately call it. There, yeah, but he had a lot of failures. Yeah, Ricardo had like the worst look. He had Weber look. Yeah, um, Kvyat, Kvyat didn't look <laughs> as good as Ricciardo. No, ever. no, he didn't. No, um, but this is why we call it the Red Bull meat grinder, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because people don't get a chance to sort it out. Although it might be the Red Bull chicken grinder next year if Sean Galil makes the jump. Mm. Might be Galil and and Tictum in the team mm. could, could be possibly. Mm. So we could we could we could see the fastest bucket of chicken in the world, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and a KFC logo. Uh, yes. Anyway, McLaren. Is it McLaren? Like... Yeah. Yes! Is it not Alfa Romeo next? Oh, yeah, it's Alfa, oh. it's Alfa Romeo. McLaren are even later. Alfa, they're a bit like Ferrari. Kimmy's in them. Now, on to McLaren. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> I think we're, I think we're, I think we better talk about Alpha. Um, yeah. Giovinazzi's fault that Kvyat went around in circles. Yeah. When when it happened, we saw Kvyat going back because there was me, Dan, and Sean in the blog room. It was like, oh god, what's he done now? It wasn't yeah. his fault. It wasn't his fault. Then we saw the replay, and he didn't jump. He was pushed. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very, Kiv- very pushed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Giovinazzi should have yielded the place and not tried to put his car into a gap that was is not going to fit. Well, the gap was between the barge board and the side pod yeah. on Kvyat's car. <laughs> and that's not as wide as a Formula One car. No, it isn't. No. Um, yeah, I do don't you... think it was like hugely intentional, but you, you, if, you, if you've been passed by a faster car, just get out of the way. And, and then have another go at the next yeah. DRS zone. Yeah, don't drive into the side of them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but the thing is, as well, if the cars, if he ends up being that much quicker than he, uh, than you anyway, you're just going to waste your own race trying to keep him behind you. You know, it's, yeah. how often do we see the experienced drivers or the clever drivers just letting the quick car pass because they know it's not their race? Exactly. Yeah, I think Lando did it, didn't it? Lando did it to Vettel was when Vettel was behind him at one point. Yeah, he let in Vettel a race go. in Poirier. Yeah. Not even a fucking hint of trying to hold him up because no. he knew he had other business to be getting on with. Yeah. And if anything, let Vettel pass. Just I might, I might just follow him through these next two quarters. Yeah, and see yeah. How pick, he takes pick them. up some pick up some DRS. Yeah. Might, might try and follow him through through on another car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Kimmy though, definite definite radio message of the weekend. Yeah, so far. Yeah. yeah. How's the front wing? I I don't know. I can't see it. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> They haven't. I don't. I don't think the Alpha Pit Wall has actually worked out how to talk to Kimmy over the radio yet. No, I'm, I. I Classic don't. Kimmy Reichen there, wasn't it? I don't know how to say this. I don't know what the why they've got Kimmy Reichen in the car. Because I, I think that, I think that car might be a bit better than what Kimmy's doing with it. I don't know. It's. I, and they've made a bigger jump than anyone. I kept seeing on TV people saying the McLaren have made a bigger jump than anyone else. They haven't. Alpha have made a bigger jump than anyone else. I think over, it was wasn't it come what, wasn't it come this weekend they were saying it. It was if in Australia, Alfred made the bigger jump. But I think we've been Renault, Paul's numbers. Um, Alpha have made the biggest jump, and again this is going on qualifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in both races so far. In both races. Yeah. Um, let's have a look. In 2018. I think they've been wise. Yeah, 2018, this is going on percentage of pole position time. Yeah. Uh, the fastest alpha was 103.5%. Mm-hmm. The fastest alpha in 2019 was 101.3%. Yeah. Right. Which so, also equates to, I've got, I've got that in physical seconds, two seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I suppose, I suppose I know exactly why they've got Kimmy in. Um, they, they're being wise. They're putting an, an old wise head in the car no, whilst because, they've got Giovinazzi in the car. It's as because well. he's going to be in Ferrari again next year. When Vettel. When he replaces Vettel. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Giovinazzi won't be ready to go up there yet, will he? Giovinazzi won't be ready to go up there. They're going to need somebody else to do another year. He'll do one more one more year in Ferrari and then sail off into the into the sunset. Well, we all know who Ferrari want um to be driving an Alpha next year, but we'll talk about that. But later. we'll get to, we'll get. Seb's going to gonna retire after this year. You think? Yeah. Um, somebody, one of our listeners, said that he's got a pre. He thinks that he's got a pre-contract in with Mercedes, which would be silly of Mercedes at the moment. I think it'd be stupid of Mercedes because they've got a driver that is much quicker than him. Um, another listener says, "What uh, what Alpha are we going to do next year if uh, Seb hangs up the spinning wheel?" Yeah. Well, he's grown a moustache. 
We'll get on to we'll Ferrari. Talk about we'll, talk, Ferrari. We'll, talk, we'll talk about Ferrari in a bit. But no, I think the Alpha, the Alpha has made the Alpha have made the biggest progress since last year. Yeah. Still haven't put anything in a bloody merch store, though. Come on, get on with it. <laughs> How can I buy a jacket if you haven't got one on the shop? So it's how late the deal was, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Yeah. So so, so realistically, the uh, the car they've got and all the gains they've made must have been done under Sauber's watch, not... The guy, not the look of Ferrari. Well, it's Sauber that's still running the team. Yeah, yeah, that's you no. Know, but what I mean, so, like before, if if it was that late before Ferrari decided to actually officially step in, you can't think it's all Ferrari doing, which has got them where they are. You know, there's there's been Sauber handling there. Mm. I mean, last year Sauber went on a massive recruitment drive, mm. and obviously they managed to pick the right people. Yeah, because I mean, this car will have started being developed almost two years ago. When Sauber was still blue and horrible. The, the, yeah. o- the only time more people have been hired is when Christian Horner dropped his kids off at school that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what Sauber Alpha, pounding the swear jar, do for the rest <laughs> of the season. Because let's, let's see if Giovinazzi can find his feet. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, yeah, he might be a slow burner. He was he was okay when he replaced Verline, wasn't he, for that race in a bit when he put it in the wall in China? Yeah, I think. But that 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 was uh, on the only wet part of the track where he yeah. where he crashed. I think you can tell immediately with a driver what's going to happen. You think? Yeah, I Giovinazzi's think. Got... Especially when they've got a half decent car. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's the um, what you could tell. What you could tell with Charles Leclerc, for instance. That he was going to be all right. Uh, it's a shame. It's a shame about the accident. You could tell with Jules Bianchi he was e- be immediately, special, yeah. even even though he was in a manner. Yeah. Um, Lando appears to be going to be a half decent Formula One driver. Uh, I think you can see that with George Russell just be just by the what he's done, even though he has he's been right at the back of the grid, but by comfortably closing his teammate out and you know so getting, far, yeah. getting the car around, being on the being on the same lap. As the other drivers, when yeah. his teammate wasn't, all that, the, those sorts of little things that, unless you're actually, uh, well, to be perfectly honest, if he wasn't English, and I wasn't paying like the special attention to drivers I do when they are English, I wouldn't have noticed. Um, and the fact that he's related to you, yeah, well, yeah, but I I need to keep that low key because I really do like Lando. <laughs> <laughs> He, he he is perhaps the most likable <laughs> Formula One driver. He's, he's the, the most un Formula One drivey Formula One driver like in the media. Th- this is like when David Beckham was in the um, Red Bull garage this weekend comparing Spice Girls with Christian Horner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Mel B could have done that with him as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you'd have to say allegedly. Now it was in Pop Bitch newsletter <laughs> last week. <laughs> Um, they can get sued, not us. Yeah, the end of uh, to tie off the the, the Alfa Romeo thing. I think that's a good car going forwards, and and I think that's the right driver pairing. Raikkonen is 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 the old head, wise shoulders. You know, mm-hmm. he's 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 got the experience, and you've got Giovinazzi, who's obviously he's coming through. He's still learning. He's not yeah. quite Kimi's pace. Whether he'll get there or not as the season goes see, on, yeah. and Raikkonen is in the ideal position to sort of school Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi, sorry, in pound, another pound in the swear jar. I think in what it's like, to, I think what you got, need to do to be a Ferrari. Driver. I think Kimi's got a podium in him as well. I think like one of those. And I don't mean like a freakish race, but like yeah. a wet race is not usually wet. Do you know what I mean? Like if if we get like a wet, um, just off the top of my head, Canada. I think I think the stars have to align. 
It's it, like like the, when he won a race. Yeah, I think the stars have to align. He has to be on a good day. Something has to happen to other drivers. Yeah, you know, things have to happen around him. I don't think Kimi in that car has the pace to get a podium. You know, no, I mean, like, like craziness like, has like to be. There had to be a leveler, like a wet race. Yeah, you know, I, and like cra- craziness on the Damon Hill winning in a Jordan yes, type level, possibly so. Baku. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Lance Stroll wins and Kimi second. That's the yeah. podium. <laughs> I, th- I, do you know what I think the uh, um, the shock podium of the year is this year. Yeah, I think Lando's going to crawl up McLaren onto a podium. You reckon? Because he was all in GP two. It's something he was really good at. Was just like fucking starts up, ending up right down the back of the grid, and suddenly being and, second, and being second <laughs> or third. Yeah. Um, Can I just put an appeal out here? Yeah, um, I'm just looking for experts on cat behaviour to how well cats take to having their names changed when they're about three years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's not That's... too late to change Arthur's name, you know. <laughs> it's not too late to change Arthur's name. He doesn't even he doesn't really say it yet. He says everybody else's name. Yeah. Um. Anyway, McLaren. Now you can cheer. Yeah. So Carlos Sainz. Brilliant start. One of the best starts I've seen since last year. Mm. <laughs> no, like, but but I, like genuinely brilliant start. Yeah. Like overtook the overtook the car that was on his row, overtook the tire row in front of him, and then sort of got squeezed by yeah. Verstappen to the, to on the turn point, one. To the point where he it looked like a jump start. Yeah, yeah, it was but one yeah. of those stuff. Did anyone see his post-race interview when he was talking about, you know, he didn't want to be angry or anything? And they said, and then Rachel Brooks said to him, "Well, what do you think you could have done?" And he said, "To be honest with you, he said I, th- I felt that if I made that 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 clean pass, I'd like to have had a go at the Mercedes because I think I could have done. That would have been interesting. And I think I, I honestly think if that." Pass on Verstappen was clean, mm. and it was a racing incident. I'm not blaming either driver for yeah. it. Um, if it was a clean pass, I think we'd be looking at McLaren probably fifth, sixth, rather than you know, besides that ended up in the pits and probably and, and being yeah. where he was. I think, like I, said, I do right think, up that top end, right at the uh, I do think science does t- does tend end. to master it now and again. These days, he takes a good opportunity and gets rid of it. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he, I don't know whether he falls asleep during races a bit, but no, I mean, not to not to fucking Massa's level. I mean, Massa was an expert at like being third and then ending up 18th. You know, he's brilliant yeah. at it. Second to last lap, puncture. Yeah. Nice one, nice one, Felipe. <laughs> no, no, I meant the like the, the falling asleep Massa used to do. Nothing yeah. was wrong with the car, but his pace would just disappear and go somewhere else. Massa's first half dozen races after they got rid of traction control and he forgot yeah. how to take a corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was the, you know how like Senna used to say that his, uh, some, sometimes he'd like be above his body. But yeah, like looking down on himself. Yeah, 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 but but that would happen to Massa, but it would like go home. <laughs> um, the last the last recorded incident of a driver actually falling asleep during a Grand Prix was in Brazil, and that was Jos Verstappen when he ran into the back of Ralph Schumacher. Fuck off. That might be the last reported incident, but it's not the last time it's happened. Kimmy's easy at a snooze. Yeah. <laughs> was it David David Coulthard told the story about Kimmy, didn't he? Where he was um he was in the garage. And it was back in the old, you know, 12 lap qualifying days. Yeah. And he'd just come in, uh, set provisional pole in his McLaren and saw Kimmy's McLe- me- mechanic walk up to the back of the garage, shake Kimmy to wake him up. Kimmy woke up, walked over to his car, got in his car and went pole. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I can believe it. Yeah. Um, so on to Lance Stroll. Yes. You mean um, Lando Norris? I mean Lando Norris. Lance, Lance Stroll? Stroll? Come on, Paul. Sorry, I've not, I've not been sleeping. Flu meds. Um, yeah, it was an alright performance. It was... It, I, I personally genuinely think it was Drive of the Day. But I mean... It's Hard so, to ignore. It's so the, difficult the because of Leclerc, yeah. yeah. But I think the th- the the difference is, I, I I there's a good thing. I think driver of the day was um, uh, a fucking Charles Leclerc, but race of the day was Lando was Norris's. Lando Norris. Yeah, that yeah. might be the better way of putting it. Yeah. And only because he fucked a start up, he shouldn't have been down in fourteenth in the first place. That's two races and two bad starts. I think that's the that's the only weak part of his performance. Yeah, he he, he wasn't too he great. He admitted though, didn't he? Yeah. He, said, yeah. he said, "I'm still learning." Yeah. Um. Said, oh, but I what did he say? I enjoyed that a lot more than I enjoyed the first race. Yeah. So you know, I here's the thing. Uh, I mean, we've we've talked about him for that long. It's hard to forget that he's only done two Grand Prix. Yeah. Well, it's, this is what I mean about you know instantly. The good guys, even even though Max Verstappen, for instance, was crashy, I still don't think he'll be a world champion. By the way, um, I, st- yeah, I, st- I I think he needs one of those. Like you were just saying about Kimi, the stars have to align. I think he needs st- one of stars those have years. he uh, he needs a Jensen Button year, I think, to where the, the yeah, but yeah, but uh, Hulkenberg's first in the queue for that. I don't agree about Verstappen there. I think if he was in a Ferrari or a or a Mercedes, yeah, I just worry that for him, he's missing his opportunity right now. Or maybe maybe not right now, but I still think Hamilton would beat him in over the course of a year. And I think his his mentality, much like Seb's, although I think Max is a faster driver than Seb, I think it would be a similar situation. I think there'd be too many up. I think you get it would be exciting because I think he'd be back in the Prost and Senna days of one of the drivers going for a move and both drivers going off. Because we very rarely get that now, do we? You know, with championship contenders taking each other off all well, no, the you, time. No, yeah. Not now that Nico and uh, yeah. Lewis aren't racing. Well, no, what you usually do is Vettel try to put a move on somebody who's one place ahead of him and taking himself off. Yeah. But um, no, but what I mean is that like, he, he came in and you, you could see straight away that there was something there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, you can see it with Lando. I think what we're talking about. I lost myself a bit there. Yeah, we, we actually stopped talking about McLaren and t- started talking about a different team. I don't think that's ever happened before. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no I mean, he's he had, I mean, it was just all, all round great apart from his start. Yeah, once, everyone... once, once he actually nails the start procedure mm. for that car, um, we're going to be seeing him finish... Top fives are on for him. I yeah, should have, should have, so. would have, could have. I think if um, if science, because there were still faster cars around them, yeah? Mm-hmm. I think if science would have even got up, got, got up there and not crashed, mm. I think uh, Lando would have been right on his ass at the end. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you know, I, think, I, say, I think they would I have think been he'd fourth, have caught, fifth, fifth yeah. or sixth. You know, he'd, have caught, like he'd have caught up with them and then would have ended up with having both of them McLaren's racing each other, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's a completely fair thing to say. Mm. You know how everybody says, you know, oh, how relaxed Charles Leclerc is, you know, the pressure's on him, but he just, just sort of soaks it up. Yeah. Nobody mentions the fact that Lando Norris just doesn't appear to care that he's in Formula One. He just does what he wants yeah, yeah. when he wants. The, o- the only thing I would say is he's been all. in McLaren for a while. 
Where, um, and I, I think Charles Leclerc being how he is in Ferrari is nothing short of stunning because it's Ferrari. It's a different beast. Oh yeah, can, yeah. entirely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, don't forget Ferrari have only ever hired one driver younger than Charles yeah. Leclerc, and that was Gilles we're Villeneuve. Gonna, we're going to have done all the Ferrari talking points before we get to Ferrari. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Lando is my new lad and McLaren did really well. I think they've got a really good base for the year as well because McLaren tend to be, even though it's it's been a shit show for them for years, they do tend to be one of the better teams to develop the car. Yeah. So the, fact that this, so the fact they've got a solid foundation in the midfield... Yeah, it has potential, I, didn't I they? Think both they drivers will, said. I think they will finish, especially with both those drivers as well. Like Good point scorers, it would appear, they've got. I think they'll end that. Um, they they could even find themselves third in the championship if Gasly doesn't sort himself out. Yeah, but I I I think that they are my pick for fourth. This is the first year since we started this podcast. Yeah, where we've gone into the gone from the end of the second race of the season. Yeah, talking positive things about, about McLaren, McLaren and yeah. not having a post mortem. Yeah. yeah, and with a semi again, it's you know it's it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Also, we'll get to it later, but Fernando's in the car tomorrow. (laughs) Three quarters. Lando Norris's teammate next year. (laughs) Because they can't get rid of they can't get rid of him. He's the he's the young one they need here. Yeah, yeah. Science is going to be a year on the bench. Mm. Red Bull, where science could end up back at. Gasly. Isn't doing as well in Red Bull as he was doing in Toro Rosso on a comparative scale. I mean, no, so four, no. four places lower this year than last year. Yeah, I did feel bad for him in qualifying. If he's got genuine mechanical issues two races in a row, that's, yeah. that's, that, that's, it's going to be upsetting for you, isn't it? Because you want to try and prove yeah. you can at least be somewhere close to your teammate. But he keeps turning around and saying that, um, oh, well, the car, I, I, I can't drive the car. The car doesn't suit my driving style and stuff like that. And it's like, Adapt. Yeah, it's not just that. What you think of all the drivers out there that want to drive an Adrian Newby designed car? Do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, how when have you ever heard a driver turn around and blame the Red Bull car? You know, apart from mechanical failures, but the actual performance and the driving of a Red Bull car. Yeah, never for their failings. Not since Adrian Newey started there. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think saying that the car doesn't suit his driving style is blaming the car. Can't, no, but, but it does seem a bit of a racing driver excuse, though. Yeah, but it's happened to Kimmy lots of times, hasn't it? Where, where he's he's a decent driver, but not able to do anything with yeah, but he's an a, equally decent car. Or he's a driver on the uh, on the borderline of retiring. Yeah, but he's, he's getting been better like... now. Yeah, <laughs> it was in the middle of his career that. Well, you it, say he was in the middle of career. He came back. <laughs> he came, because well, I tell you, we're talking about second go Ferrari, Kimmy, at the beginning. Yeah. So, you know, it's even, even yeah, then he's he got to build a car around Kimmy Raikkonen for him to be able to absolutely. go and, and win it. Yeah. Uh, and I, get, the problem is, okay, sorry, but uh, the, pro, the problem is Giovinazzi. No, is it not Giovinazzi? No, Gasly. Um, it's, it's, let's still blame some of the medication. Um, the problem is. In Toro Rosso, although he had a couple of standout performances in Toro Rosso, he still didn't look like the driver you'd stick in Red Bull's main team. They had another Vettel situation. He's, he's Danny Kvyat 2.0. Another year in Toro Rosso, 
maybe it would have been fine this year in Tyrosa, for instance. Let's say Albon came in and he was Albon's teammate. He was the experienced driver and he could have got on with it, took care of his teammate. And then yeah. by the end of the year, you'd have gone, right, Put now, him now might be yeah. the time. But Daniel Ricciardo shocked Red Bull. He fucked off. And they went, oh, again. Yeah. And the other issue I think um, uh, they've got is I don't think there's enough experience in that team for Red Bull, for a main Red Bull potential team. champion. Because, I mean, you look at that team there, it's almost a Toro Rosso team. Yeah, Verstappen's leading the team. Yeah, I know, I know Verstappen came in young, so he's got seasons yeah. under his belt. This is his fifth season. Yeah, but, he's st- but the thing is, he still doesn't come across as a seasoned Formula One driver. Not yet, no. He's not He's not the finished no. article, is he? Well, your you, you fucking brain doesn't stop growing until you're 25. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he actually... How old is he? 21. 21. So he f- physically hasn't stopped growing yet. Like, his brain hasn't start, stopped growing. Yeah. You know... It's yeah. I mean, I I did question Red Bull's motives. Yeah, having such a young team when they've got a team for their young drivers. Yeah, and Red Bull being as they are, they're not going to go and hire anyone in. And mm-hmm. um, this this could be the downfall because there's no one for either of their two under twenty five year old drivers to learn from. Do you know the mistake Red Bull made this year? Red Bull should have hired Alonso. They should have hired Alonso. Well, mind you, saying that, Alonso says he reckons they try to, doesn't he? And he knocked them back. That was one of the biggest games that he said, she said last year after he announced his retirement. I don't know if I believe... I, 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 I don't disbelieve Alonso. Uh, I think because I think he seems to be... He seems to be very embedded in the McLaren thing. Like He's still say, signed to McLaren, isn't he? Yeah, but I, I don't... But I've said it before, didn't I? I think... Uh, was it... Did I say it to Scarbs or did I say it's Jenny Gow that I think uh, Alonso will end up being <laughs> a manager? Dropper. Yeah, <laughs> did, uh, did, but I think Alonso will end up like managing, being the like the figurehead of McLaren at some point. He looked yeah. at home on the pit wall, didn't he? He did. Um, but I, I, if they had Alonso in the team, it would have done one or two things. Alonso would have either took a car that was capable of finishing third and fought for a world championship in it, or Max Verstappen would have beaten Alonso and Max Verstappen's stock would have gone to fucking Jupiter and back. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a no-lose no situation for Red Bull uh, if they'd have got Alonso. Yeah, and they said they promoted Gasly, who is struggling to yeah. to, to find... And that's going to make Max lazy as well. Yeah. You know, if, if, he doesn't, if, if he's not pushed by his teammate over the course of a season... I think that will make him lazy, especially if he's in a situation where he feels the... I don't see the midfield catching Red Bull because they're Red Bull. I don't see Red Bull catching Ferrari and Mercedes because Honda. And if if that's the case, if he feels he can just jump in a car, qualify for, uh, qualify fifth, finish fifth unless... Oh, sorry, finish fourth because he'll probably overtake Bottas. Um, the um, I I just think he next thing you see is he doesn't qualify fifth he qualifies eighth yeah or ninth yeah you know because Gasly's out in Q1 again yeah yeah (laughs) 
I think he'd be too. He'd be too scared to be that slow because his dad would paste him. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the other thing. He's always got to stay two miles an hour faster than his dad. Doesn't no him. no. His, his dad his dad's got nothing anymore because every time his dad tries to shout at him, he turns around and says, "Let's let's have a look at your winner's trophy, Dad." Yeah. Let's let's have a look at all them podiums you got. Yeah, all all one of them. What's going to got a couple of podiums yeah. in you? I think Verstappen possibly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he drove a Benetton when they were good. Yeah. Well, why, why do you tell? Why do you tell me that at that time that you were driving for Orange Arrows? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that when I was a baby? Yeah. <laughs> he probably wasn't even born then, was he? No, I don't prob- even remember. Probably not. <laughs> that could be any time within the yeah. last six years. The quickest yeah. thing about you, Dad, in the Orange Arrows. The quickest thing was that was damn me, phone signal. Was me as a fucking sperm. <laughs> Uh, Ferrari next. Um, Charles Leclerc, driver of the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, cruelly taken away from him. Um, but Drama. Yeah, but you've got that. to have reliability. Who I can't remember who said it at the end of the, the, of the, of the race, but you, you've got to be reliable. It was Bottas. He says you've got, to, you've got to have a reliable car to fight for wins. And if your car's not reliable, you're not going to fight for wins. Now, Ferrari may have solved a problem that they had in Australia, but have in turn encountered another one in Bahrain. Mm-hmm. That they need to try and strike that balance one way or the other. Well, we finished um, the race on five cylinders. Yeah. <laughs> Every clad, though, 55 quid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the. Uh, yeah, I, I, do feel, I do feel bad for Leclerc, but it's clear that that's not going to be his only chance, is it? He's going to get more than, more than one go at winning a Grand Prix. Um, he's, P- he, possibly. He's, Apparently, he was told not to overtake Vettel. I don't believe what? that. He was what early race. He was told not to overtake Vettel he when, did, when he, he said, "I'm to, when he, he said I'm faster than him," which was played on the yeah on the t- world feed. The reply from Ferrari, which we that, didn't hear, which we didn't hear, was hold station. Nah, oh, I, I don't believe that. Unless unless we can see the transcript of it, because right, the reason I don't think they're going to number two Charles Leclerc for Vettel is uh, one, he appears to be quicker. Yeah, um, <laughs> two. He is a fucking marketing man's dream. I am a straight man. I think he's fit. Do you know, <laughs> like, he's so handsome. It's ridiculous. Charles Leclerc yeah. or Carlos Sainz? Uh, I think, uh, sorry, no, he's good looking. Carlos Sainz is handsome. Yeah. Charles Leclerc's good looking, yeah. Um, there's, but yeah, it's, there's, you're there's listening a, to you've, Man you've only, Crush Monday. Yeah. You've, only, legs, you've only changed wheels. your tune on Science since he had his hair cut. No, you, no, you used, the, to, used to say good looking when he had longer hair. No, no, he's still good looking. Yeah, he's, yeah, but he's. I think the thing is, he's more of a man. I think Carlos Science would hold me, whereas I would hold Charles Leclerc. <laughs> and this is why we get the restraining yeah. orders. The, the, the game's called Who's the Bear? But. <laughs> Well, after your weight loss, not you. <laughs> um, and and Charles Leclerc as well. Your granny would think he's a nice young man. My my well, my granny's dead, but um, she no, she probably she was a very nice person. She probably wouldn't have liked him. No, <laughs> she's oh, better where she is. I wasn't talking about your <laughs> granny in particular. Well, it felt uh, like it. I was talking about like. Everyone's granny. Generic, my, generic granny. My, my auntie would have liked him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm. 
Ah, well. This has gone sideways faster than Vettel when someone's trying to overtake him. Well, that was embarrassing, wasn't it? Because at first I thought, <laughs> oh, they touched. But then, obviously, from another angle, they were nowhere near each other. It was Vettel's classic, like Scarb said, pre-season. He got, he got, he got yeah. the power too quickly. Yeah, he did yeah. it. He did that when he spanned three or four times in a row last end of last season. Do you know what, what this is proving? Stamps this, on the loud pedal. This proves to me how good that Red Bull was. I was thinking about this the other day. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to turn around and say that Sebastian Vettel is not a good Formula oh. One driver because that would be a ridiculous thing to say. Um, but he panics. He, no, but he's... It's the same way as he used to have accidents when he's raced when he was getting being raced with, and he seems to be having those accidents again. But that he stopped he stopped having the accidents when it was wheel to wheel racing <laughs> because he knew he had the car that it kind of didn't matter. Do you know what I mean? He he knew he was going to win another five races yeah. on the bounce over the next mm. month or something. Blown diffusers were his friend, weren't yeah. they? Because like they, he, he could kind he of had coast all, all the grip. And- yeah, yeah. But, and then slam his foot down. He had all the grip at the yeah, rear end. And now he's not got a blown diffuser. He can't stamp on the loud pedal. Otherwise, you go around in a circle. But you look at... Because uh, I was thinking about this. Because the, the big question would be, well, if Vettel isn't as good as we thought he was, um, well, how good was Mark Webber? Yeah? That would be the, the yeah. first thing you'd think. And then I thought thought to myself, well, well hang on a second. In 2011, our Lord and Saviour Jensen Button, um, he was second in the World Championship. Yeah, after beating one of the Red Bulls when Sebastian Vettel was fucking light years ahead. In the last good McLaren. So I think maybe um, maybe Weber was a C-tier driver. Do you know what I mean? Maybe, he, maybe Weber wasn't as good as we thought he was. I, because know, that, that, I know what you mean. 2010, you, you don't put a Minardi in fifth by not being a good driver. No. No, the, it's true. But I mean, 2010 World Championship. Once a week. 2010 World Championship should have been his... And had that, re- all right, okay. Yeah, he, but, well, he threw but it, he threw it away. But that's because but... him and Vettel are close together, and I don't think Vettel's as good as we thought he was. Yeah. At one point, we thought Vettel was Schumacher level. I don't think, um, I don't think Vettel is on the in the same league as Lewis Hamilton anymore. You know how we used to say when we talk about top drivers, Alonso Hamilton, Vettel. Alonso Hamilton, Vettel. I think that tier in Formula One right now belongs to Hamilton. Yeah. I, I don't think there's another driver on his level. Could we see Charles Leclerc in that? Not yet. No, maybe. Maybe in the future, but not yet. I mean, obviously, uh, I'm not saying now. But... I do I do think he's going to... Uh, he will probably finish second in the championship. I think he... I, yeah, I think Charles Leclerc is a spanner in the works and possibly if that Ferrari remains that much quicker than the Mercedes for a, a large portion of the season, potential world champion. I thought oh, he, he's in this hunt for the world championship. Yeah. But sorry, what I was saying about him being so good looking, I got fucking sidetracked by that. He got sidetracked by his driving skills. Yeah, um, he's uh, he's a market is he's a market man's dream. He's come in for the second second year in a row. He's incredibly likable. Yeah, he he looks great. Do you know what I mean? He if you were if he's you, only the third Monegasque Formula One driver in history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vettel the shines come off Vettel because oh, he, he hasn't done Rosberg. it. No. <laughs> We're not talking about the triumphant Vettel and can he be the next Michael Schumacher for Ferrari. We're now saying, can can Vettel save his career almost? Can save his legacy? Wow. Uh, I don't think he can save I his th- legacy. I believe. I still believe. I don't know if you if you have podcasted since I was talking about this or whether it was the last podcast we all not did in together. a Formula One sense. This is our first one. Is so, it? Because yeah. I, I saw on F One uh, Racing Magazine, I think it was, and I think I sent it to the chat thread. It was really really potent question on the front of their magazine that said 
this is the defining year for Vettel, which defines whether he's an Alonso, you know, as in, you know, mm. could 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 have been. Could have yeah. yeah, or a Schumacher. No, but I, I think that's unfair on Alonso because Alonso is just a load of bad decisions, but underneath those bad decisions is still pound for pound, I believe, the best racing driver that's ever got into a Formula One car. Um that's not what is underneath Sebastian, Sebastian Vettel. Vettel. Do we think the moustache might have something to do with it? He's got Mansell's luck all of a sudden. Maybe he's got Mansell's luck. Maybe he's like a reverse... Uh, what's his name? Who's the guy that cut his hair off and lost his strength? Samson. Yeah, maybe it's a reverse <laughs> yeah. Samson. Reverse Samson. Yeah. Like he's lost his, uh, he lost his powers because he grew him his moustache. Yeah. Um, but I, like, You've I, cut your beard off and he's still talking crap off. I, well, I, I'm clearly not <laughs> suffering from a reverse Samson. If anything, I think it's increased my power. But uh, it's not holding my lower jaw back. <laughs> I, so, yeah. I think if I was Ferrari, um, that performance Charles Leclerc put in, if he can do the same thing next week, yeah, you know, not pole, you know, it's maybe he won't get pole, maybe he won't be in position to win the race, maybe Mercedes will be back on top next yeah. weekend. Um, but if he's on with Vettel and if he can put Vettel away again or be quicker than him in qualifying, um, I think they need to back him because I think he looks cooler. I do because I, I physically don't believe unless. Unless that pace that Ferrari had stays for the whole season, that like a sex, almost a, well, it was, it was like two tenths, wasn't it, in qualifying in the end? Three tenths, I think, in qualifying. Three, three tenths. But yeah. Ferrari. Uh, they had like, the race pace, though, as well. Mercedes could do nothing about Ferrari. No. Uh, I mean, Hamilton was just hanging on to the back of them, wasn't he? he what was Hamilton like? He was 23 seconds behind Leclerc, wasn't yeah, he? When yeah, Leclerc yeah. Had yeah. his first problem. Yeah. But I think they called the race off by then, hadn't they? Uh, I think it would have been a lot closer, and I think Hamilton might have been able to hassle the Ferraris more um, if they hadn't have gone with the soft tyre. The soft tyre did not work for that car, and Hamilton's pace dropped right off, and that's when the gap... Yeah. Yeah, was, but Lewis was, already, Lewis was already saying after 11 laps on the soft tyre that he was losing the race. Yeah, the race. yeah, yeah. I think they should have gone classic Mercedes and gone soft, medium, medium. Yeah, soft, yeah. Soft, soft, medium. Well, I think if they'd have gone soft, medium, medium, I think Lewis, Lewis would have had a chance to actually win the race yeah. because when he was chasing Vettel down, he was going quicker than Leclerc. Lewis, Lewis couldn't go soft, medium, medium um, because he only, he had, one only had one set of mediums left. Yeah. Um, but, but he, had, they, he had an extra set of softs. But they did it that way because they thought the softs were going to be the tyre to be on in the and middle, didn't they? they? And they just they just weren't. It was just a mistake. Um, it might maybe it was something to do with temperature or something like that. But, but usually that Mercedes is pretty mighty on medium tyres. But the obviously the, the whole sort of tyre compounds. We don't want to get into this whole mm-hmm. conversation again. We don't know. It was the harder end of the scale. Yeah, yeah. But even with doing that, this this is this is the crazy thing. Even with having that me, that soft tire complete, well, what really should have fucked his race up? To be perfectly honest, when you look at the pace he had, uh, he was still able to race Vettel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He shouldn't have. You know, he, he shouldn't have been able to catch Vettel if he if he couldn't on pace catch Charles Leclerc. Uh, you know, after that, because I think on on the mediums, I think he could have matched Charles Leclerc's pace, and who knows what would happen then. Um, but he, he he shouldn't have been Vettel shouldn't have been in there for him to do what he did. Yeah, it was interesting that the Ferraris were so much faster, and yet Hamilton was able to hunt down and mm. then force Vettel into that mistake. Vettel bought and bought himself. Mm, Vettel Vettel himself, I would say. Rather than that. <laughs> no, but the pace the pace was very Bottas esque. Yeah. 
It was, and Bottas was was back to 2018 Bottas. Mm. Quite, quite, uh, quite a bit well, behind. We eventually jumped on the Mercedes without. Well, even, Mercedes yeah. and Ferrari yeah. were. were I sort think of in the fight together, weren't they, for the for the win? Really, but I, I think this is going to be crushing for Valtteri. This, this, the rest of this season, because he really thought when he got into that party park family in Australia, he really thought he'd beaten Lewis on equal terms. He thought that gap he had to him was real. He thought all the training he's put in and still have well, no idea where that damage came from. By no, the way. but when you when you look at the damage Lewis had to the floor, that looks about twenty seconds over a race distance to me. Do you know what I mean? That is a lot of damage. I don't think Valtteri, had, uh, if if he hadn't have had that damage, Valtteri wouldn't have won that race. Lewis would have caught, caught him, overtook him, and done what Lewis does to Valtteri Bottas. Yeah. Um, I th- do, you, do you think this race then, Bahrain, was more of an equal footing? Oh, absolutely. This, this is what Hamilton this, does to yeah, Bottas this, when well, they're on the Well, this, this is what's happened every other... T- yeah, well, or not every race, but, you know, it's nine races out of ten. Yeah. This is how it goes. I'm not taking it away from Bottas in Australia, though. It was a great, great drive. It was, yeah. I mean, was, on, on, on the positives about us. He didn't us, race he, anybody. On the positives about us, he got, a good start. He got, ahead of, he got ahead of Hamilton at first. Mm. What? Bottas. Yeah. Yeah, he made, a, he made a good start. Then he did what Bottas does over, over the course of the race and fought, and fought a slower car for fifth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, much of that, how much of that, though, was, um, was strategy? And I think Mercedes might have got well, what, a little bit confused. What was wrong with the strategy? I don't, I don't think Mercedes but, knew which driver to cover off which Ferrari with. Mercedes keep put, well, so far this season, they've they, pulled no, in they their driver them. who's second. They cover off the, yeah. the, the second place Mercedes yeah, yeah. first before he, the lead Mercedes. He got the better strategy. They, they were made, they were, his, his pit stop was for Vettel. Not, that should have been the undercut. Yeah, and it, it, wasn't, it wasn't for uh, Verstappen. I don't at that point through the pit stops. I did genuinely don't think they thought they were racing Verstappen, but Valtteri in his right foot had other ideas. He, yeah, he, he just seemed to lose whatever advantage that they'd got but he, he, with he, the stop. It's just the usual thing. I mean, who knows? Maybe the beard will come back over the next race, but I um, I don't think it will. He's still leading the world championship by one point. He wants to take a picture of that because <laughs> um, I don't think it'll be the same after the next race. Who knows? But I tell you Who what, knows? though, this is another year, I think, of uh, classic. Um, Ferrari have the best car at the beginning of the year, and somehow <laughs> they're not making the points. No, I want to say Ferrari are Ferrariing themselves as much, yeah. as much as Vettel's Vettel'd himself. Yeah, yeah. How Ferrari is it of Ferrari to give Charles Leclerc a car that, that okay, nobody's fault, but how it's just... Pure Ferrari luck that it, the car just loses loads of power with like yeah. eight laps or eleven laps to go, whatever it was. But there wasn't. Yeah, even... yeah, but normally they'd have done that by calling Leclerc in for a pit stop and not bringing any yeah. tires out or something like that. Yeah, or like deliberately leaving one of their drivers out but, for seven years or until... trying try a seven-stop strategy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or like you know leaving leaving one of their drivers out to try and block some of the drivers and their yeah. tires are, are older than the Jurassic period. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Charles, we want you to stay out. You're covering off Kubica. <laughs> From Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Kimi Raikkonen's been out on his tyres that long when he pulls into Park Fermi. The rest of the cars are like zero G. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking to Ferrari, Benotto, giant Harold Lloyd or what? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
I don't know if he's taller than Toto Wolf. He's massive. He's a massive man. I think he's taller than Toto, Toto Wolf. I've never seen uh, Toto tower over Lazenby like that. You know, it's like when you used to see Andre the Giant interviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't know if Toto's taller or if, if Binotto's taller. Be interesting. I'm surprised that there hasn't been a Sky feature about it yet. Yeah. Or maybe they're saving that for exciting mid-season. Which one is taller? Uh, it'll, be, it'll be a special on uh, Johnny's house party. Yeah. Or the John show. Oh. <laughs> yeah, can we, yeah, can we just clear this up now? Sky's presentation at the moment is just suckier than the suckiest it's thing. Woeful. It's a soap opera. It's woeful. You've got stupid things with... Like, I don't. I don't. I, th- I thought they'd. Hit. I only watch the races now. I, I thought the sky had hit a low when they didn't have live coverage of an F2 race to show a video recording of two drivers playing Jenga in the pit lane. They've managed to get worse. Yeah, I like the whole idea. They've got two like fi- five pound remote control toy cars and some cones, making drivers race through the co- do slums through the cones together. I mean that went on for about twenty minutes. Um, I I don't. Have they not got the access? Is that the thing? Have they not got the, like, you know, barring accidentally running into somebody, you know, in, like at the, at the back and grabbing them for an interview, do they not have the access to the uh, to the teams? No, I think they've got the access. I think what Sky are trying to do is just make it sort of tabloid and soap opery and lowest, think... lowest common denominator entertainment. They're, tr- they're trying to make an entertainment spectacle out of the race because it's the show, but they're just taking it in the complete wrong direction. Maybe. It doesn't need to be super technical for people like us and people like you that's listening to this. No. You know, you've, you've got to appeal to the casual fan. I just want to listen to the, I want to listen to the drivers talk. I want to listen to the team members talk and the, you know, it doesn't... Like even, even back when they used to do things like they'd get a driver that would give you a tour around the... The, like the mobile home sort of thing, you know, the oil. Um, Which is awesome because it's showing you what yeah. life is like at the race. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't want to hear what um, Esteban Ocon's favourite cheese is. Yeah. And that was a genuine question that got asked this weekend on one of the programmes. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, that was... He had the best answer. You're only asking me this because I'm French, aren't you? Yeah, but he did, he did, Esteban Ocon has all all the personality of a soiled pair of underpants. Which, to be honest, a lot of F1 drivers throughout the years have tended to be very similar, but no, I, they, they don't make for good TV. But he it's doesn't... just that you don't need the wackiness of Johnny Herbert rammed in your face from Friday morning until Sunday tea time. Yeah, I, I mean, right, for, for a fun feature, yeah, for something like that, I thought the karting thing was okay, but you only need like one of those in the show. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just, you don't. You don't need qualifying on Saturday yeah. and the race on Sunday. Because I understand they've got to have some sort of pre-recorded bits because um, it helps them set up the next part. So if you've got a good like twenty-minute chunk of something that you recorded two days earlier, you could, that that's your good setup point to go from being back talking about what's going to happen to Martin Brundle's grid walk or something yeah. like that and moving into the Which also has become a bigger waste of time. I yeah, think it's terrible. Absolutely. It's absolutely awful. It was great in the in, in like the first sort of 10 years because nobody else was doing it. Now, True. every TV station in the world that has rights to F1 does a grid walk and the celebrities get on the, the grid walk so they can get their faces on TV. And it's yeah. not about asking people oh, what's going on in the race. Or in Guy Ritchie's like, case, somebody who's got a face well, that's not even similar to his. And nowhere near in height. This is yeah. the problem. There's so many grid walks now. I didn't that even if, see that. I, I, saw, <laughs> I saw the meme about it afterwards. Well, there's so many grid walks now that if every driver 
talk to the grid walk people, they'd be doing a press conference before the race. Yeah. Um, but I don't care. Like, I don't care what... I, during fucking practice the other day, during, uh, during FP1 or something it was, like they cut away from FP1 to talk to Carol fucking Vorderman for a split second. I am convinced that the only reason she was at that race was to show off the brand new boobs she seems to have. Ah, oh, no, she... <laughs> no. She is a Formula One fan. No, she is a... Yeah. Yeah. Sean claims she's read an interview with her where she says she doesn't have brand new boobs. Right, I don't believe it. But I don't... <laughs> That's what I said. I don't care what random celebrity thinks about Formula One. No. I care about what team bosses say. You know, if, if I want to listen to what, like, a celebrity thinks about Formula One at one... And they like, should do their own bloody podcast. They should do their own podcast or they should do, like... Even on the, the warm-up show, those sort of things. But don't cut away from cars on track to speak to somebody that can count really good. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Do we have much news? That ben, um, ben O'Hare still thinks she's fit too. Um, we haven't done the prediction results yet. Oh, we can do prediction results. Mine were terrible. Wrong. We'll, we'll start. We'll start with the people that are here, and uh, we'll start with the guest, which this week was Niska from South Africa, and she went for a Vettel win, Hamilton second, and Leclerc third. So it's four points in the guest column. Sean did slightly worse. Verstappen win, Vettel second, and Bottas third. Ouch. One point. Oops. Chris, Verstappen win, Bottas second, Hamilton third. One point. Dan, Leclerc win. I, I was points. close. Huh? What did I say for, for my... You, um, Verstappen win, Bottas second, Hamilton third. That's Where did Bottas finish? Second. Oh. Third. Bottas? Th oh, no, second, wasn't Bottas it? Bottas yeah. was second. Yeah, what did I have? You had Bottas second. Yeah, and you, so I get one point. No, you get three points if you get him in the right place. Right, Verstappen win, zero points. Bottas second. Three points. Then you said one point. Hamilton third, one point. So that's four, so four points, points in total. Which is what I said, you just weren't you, listening. You said one point. You did say one point. It's being recorded, you can listen back. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you got you got four points. Dan, Leclerc win, Vettel second, Bottas third. Two points. We're all in agreement on that. Lee, Hamilton win, Bottas second, Vettel third. Six Shame points. Um, Very good. Well, won't, won't be going with the old Vettel win from now no. third from now on. I know, I know who the Ferrari boy is this time. And I went for a Vettel win. Hamilton second, Leclerc third, four points. Lee, that puts you in the lead of the table. <laughs> How much by? You are on nine. I'm on eight. Chris is on five. Ah, Bottas championship Sean advantage. Guest <laughs> predictors are on four, and Dan, you are on three. <laughs> So damn Ferrari engine. Oh, do you know what we should have done? We should have randomly chosen it and had like guest bot. <laughs> guest bot. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a guest predictor every week. Yeah. You you kind of miss that with you not being here. Yeah. Well, I, I had this thing about not dying to do. Overrated. <laughs> well. And uh, let's just have a look at the prediction league on the site because we're still waiting. Still waiting for our first full house which I don't think anyone has got yet. When it loads. I'm on my phone rather than my laptop. That's why it's taking longer than normal. Oh, good Lord. Uh, let's see. Um, I'll do some ASMR while you're doing it. Yeah, we had, uh, we had a couple mm. of, we had a few people on 10 points. Very good. Ooh. So Lee's only one point behind. 
Ah, but there's extra points to play for on the game on the website because ah. you get to predict Pearl and um, fastest, lap. fastest Lap as well. I'm only interested in our inter-team battle. <laughs> you don't care about the listeners in real life, do you? No. Yeah. Right, news. I'm like an incestuous father. Uh, Bahrain Test is the first thing on here, which is happening Tuesday and Wednesday this week. Alonso's in the McLaren. Alonso's in the McLaren testing for Pirelli. Yes. All day Tuesday and Wednesday afternoon. That's right, testing for open inverted commas. Pirelli close inverted commas. Pirelli apparently are in full control of the setup of the car mm-hmm. and the length of the runs and everything to do with it. The driver is merely ballast. Yeah, and I tell you what, if Alonso goes back into the garage and turns out to Pirelli and says... I need a bit more front wing. Pirelli, you're going to say, no, Mr. Alonso, you can't have it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly, yeah. But we do have a few young drivers running. Um, So what you're trying to say is that Fernando Alonso is testing the McLaren, yeah? Yeah. But the test he's doing... Is for Pirelli. Is for next year's tyres. Or development, well, it's just general tyre development. Right, but it's not tyres that might will be even, on the car now. It it's m- more of a look towards the future. It might be later on this season. It might be the future. It might be tyres for yeah, two they, years down the line. They do tend to develop the compounds throughout the season. Hmm. I think Alonso might be developing himself throughout the season. Yeah, this <laughs> McLaren's all right. You reckon you can make it better next year? Yeah. yeah I, think, I think all we can read into this is Alonso is in a McLaren again. Yeah. Turn, turn how, how's, that, how's that retirement going, Fernando? Well, I, I, he's not retired. He just didn't want to. He didn't want to be rubbish. He didn't in a say rubbish retirement, car. did he? he said, no, he, he didn't. Said he was leaving the sport. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, he is officially an ambassador, but I don't believe he's an ambassador until he starts handing the Ferrero Rochers. No, but even in his retirement speech, he said he'd come back. And like, I think this this race weekend, he said, "Surely uh, the Australia Galicias." Yeah, but he, he said this race weekend, if there was if there was an exciting proposition in Formula One, of course I'd come back. Mm. Uh, you know, he's, I mean, he's testing Dakar Rally cars. He's not. He's all he does is race cars. It would appear. Yeah, the guy all needs, he wants to do is guy race. needs another hobby. Hmm. He's going to be like Sterling Moss, isn't he? No, race like officially officially re- retires from racing when he's eighty or something. Yeah. Um, who else is driving this? Week? We've got George Russell driving for Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Um, counted as one of their young drivers because the FIA class a young driver as someone that hasn't done more than two Grand Prix. Yep. Um, Pietro Fittipaldi will be driving for Haas and Dan Tickton will be driving a Red Bull not a Toro Rosso tell you what it'll be interesting to see what um, Russell can do in, in comparison to the like Lewis and I don't Valtteri's think these times are made public are they? Oh, are it's, they? is it all development tyres? no no McLaren are the only ones running the development tyres everybody else is testing well hasn't um, so times will get released hasn't Williams fucked the 2021 as well now by being so rubbish because Williams was supposed to be building an extra chassis to test the 2021 tires because the uh, the teams couldn't decide. Pirelli said, you know, given the oh, and everyone went Williams. Yeah, well, yeah. well, they said because Williams is so far behind, it makes no difference. No, it's the uh, 2021 Aero that Williams no, no. building the extra chassis for. Yeah, but no, it was the tires they needed it for the because the, uh, the these low profile wider tires they're looking at doing. Pirelli needed a Formula One car to test them on, otherwise you were going to have USA Michelin o'clock all over the place. <laughs> um, and yeah, so if you've got a car, if you all of a sudden the team can't build the car for this year and they're racing, I don't think that's going to be looked at until I no, Spain no, it's, or no, it's, it's a proper thing happening right now. No, in, no, but I know, I know but yeah. the the 
2021 stuff that Williams are doing for Pirelli. No, no, but they, they know the car should be ready. No, the, it was, no, it was for Spain. Car, yeah, but they couldn't. They had. They've already said they can't design oh, they actually it. Said. Yeah, yeah, they can't design the car. They haven't got the facilities to. Well, they haven't Oops. got the. The, t- the time to do it they need to concentrate on making their own business knock the wonder it would appear but yeah so Williams aren't just fucking themselves over they appear to be fucking the future over which is quite impressive <laughs> they did put out a press release today saying they're doing some kind of act, making some I had to have a child to fuck the future over <laughs> no you were doing so did Frank Williams <laughs> yes oh god that that's why I'm back that's why I didn't die <laughs> Oh dear! Oh, hilarious. Holy crap! <laughs> um, <laughs> right, where are we next? Um, early launch date for the F1 2019. Well, well, no, isn't, isn't there somebody else in 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 Bahrain test? Oh yeah, that some guy is driving for Ferrari one day and then Alpha the next. Yeah. Well, he'll be the only one on track, so there's no point talking about. So, him. It's, it's like he was in F2. Somebody cobblers or something. Something like that. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, Mick Schumacher doing double duty for two teams. Either that or Ferrari that upset with Vettel are actually going to pour Michael into the car. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just going to stood over the car in the pit lane going, do something. <laughs> just do something. Well, go, going on Mick Schumacher's debut F2 performance, mm-hmm. he was a bit average. He was average in F3 until all of a sudden he started winning, which was a bit suspect. It, it was a little bit weird how we suddenly got everything together after the summer break. I thought Are his we driving find the out? sprint race was good. Are I... we going to find out whether he's Michael's son or Ralph's nephew? Oh, Ralph's son. <laughs> he does have yes. Ralph's helmet design. Uh, and uh, let's face it, the two sh- the Schumachers... Uh, I've, got, I've got to give credit to Jeff Sharp for that line, yeah. by the way. That was the old... he tweeted the old Schumacher gene pool doesn't seem to very, very much on the face, does it? You know, it's there's a there's a prominent jawline there and similar placed eyes. Yeah, we uh, mean like approximately halfway up the head, either yeah. side of the nose, <laughs> not not where the ears should be no. or something. Yeah. <laughs> very efficiently placed. Um, no, that was Ralph Furman. <laughs> The ugliest driver in the history of Formula One drivers. And now that there's in- a conversation. And that includes Nicky Lauda after the accident. Um, oh, Lee is definitely back. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, listeners. Um, uh, thank you, Jack. <laughs> hey, look, uh, if he can say it, I can say it. I mean, he didn't say about Ralph Furman, but he says it about himself. But the, uh, is it too early for Schumacher? Like, the, are, is he going to be pushed too early yeah. into Formula One? Yeah, I said this last week. Is yeah. um, it can work at sometimes? You know, Lance Stroll. Well, I think Lance Stroll was still too early, a season too early, perhaps. I think Max Verstappen was. I actually don't too think early. Lance Stroll was good enough anyway. Now it would appear. Yeah, but I, I you know, Max Verstappen, I still think was too early. Maybe maybe one season too early still. If you drag Mick Schumacher through just because just so you can get the Schumacher name in a Ferrari, mm. you're going to cause more damage. Than you are. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, you remember, look, all they're doing is giving him tests. They're not signing him. No, but they've already done that. Yeah, he's on their young driver program, and they're putting him ahead of other drivers who have been on the program longer than that, longer than him. All, all that chicken money that's coming from Sean Galeel's family mm. is going to the is going to Schumacher in mm. Prima. I mean, it just and then all the Ferrari money as well. Let's think about it though. Like, I'm trying to think of dri- uh, drivers. Um, Drivers that are actually genuine, like Formula One, Formula One caliber drivers, or, or like top tier racing drivers, 
that are the sons of ex-world champions that are like not just world champions but are elite level world champions. The only one I can think of right now is Prost's son. Didn't make Nico it. Prost. Nico Prost. Yeah. Damon Hill. His kids never got into racing. No, but Damon Hill was the son of Graham Hill. No, no, but didn't didn't get into Formula One. Oh, they didn't, oh, get, didn't into get into Formula One. I see, sorry. So um, but, so like it's not the Schumacher I'm trying to think of whether the just the Schumacher name alone would guarantee him into Formula One. Leo Mansell. But was he was he ever he was a, he was a good racing driver. His last race, I think, was in a. Um, would you class Nigel Mansell as an elite world champion? Yeah, I would. Oh, he, would he, you? Missed, he missed out. He missed out easily on another two world mm. championships that should have been uh, his. Matthias Lauda never really made it. No, uh, Leo Mansell was. Um, he was doing. The, he he actually. Um, Bruno Senna made it to Formula One. But he's a nephew of. Yeah, no, and Lich, uh, but he he got there because of his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three words: Nelson PK Junior. I'll uh, give, give him his full name. Nelson Piquet Jr. has been fired again. Was he awful, though, Piquet? I don't think he was awful. He, you know, he crashed a car on purpose. That did probably didn't do him any wasn't harm. wasn't as good as his triple world champion dad, though. No, he wasn't. Uh, and then got dumped by a team for not actually performing the following year after he crashed the car. Yeah. Um, and he's now out of Formula E. But see, the thing is, Mick Schumacher will get into Formula 1 because if Ferrari doesn't sign him, somebody will. Mercedes have got interested in him as well, haven't they? He had. He had. Um, He's part of the Young Driver Pro for our Young Drivers now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He had Mercedes sponsorship up to last year mm-hmm. before Ferrari signed him. Um, you've got to think that there might be some connection with Alpha because Michael Schumacher started his racing career driving Sauber sports cars. I th- I, I, I'm, do you know what? I'm more thinking. I think the, the Ferrari. Ferrari's connection the bigger I, th- I th- yeah I think the Ferrari connection bigger I think the Italians are doing what the Italians do and are looking at this with their hearts whereas the Germans are doing what the Germans do and they're looking at this with their heads Mercedes have looked at Mike Mick Schumacher and gone yeah he's pretty good but he's not what we're looking for right now he's not mm. blowing everyone away he's not the Schumacher we're looking for yeah exactly he's not he's not blowing everybody out of the water want Ralph <laughs> <laughs> brother Ralph yeah. do some prayers yes um but that's what I think Mercedes are thinking but I think Ferrari are thinking oh Emma Schumacher on the side of a Ferrari again can you imagine that if he was good enough yeah you know, and that's not the right way to do business it's not the right way to do business um Unless this is a decision made entirely by the marketing department. <laughs> mm. I mean, Which well, is business. Again, he's had two, he's had two drives, uh, he's had two races in uh, Formula 2 uh, where he's no idea how the tyres work. Or, you know, he's... Uh, he's I don't, do, do they, do, they don't do a lot of testing, do they, the, the F2 no. cars? They do one preseason test. They do three three days. Yeah, I need. So he had no ideas how the tires work on a particularly crazy track where tires are bad. Tires were bad. Um, I think he didn't harm Lando Norris last year. Yeah, Lando won the race, and didn't George retire because of his? um, Didn't he have a poor start? Uh, It was the clutch problems they had with the new car. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you know, this is what I mean. Didn't didn't harm uh, did, didn't harm George Russell either. George was right up there. Yeah, but a Mercedes looking at 
looking at this with their heads going, Mick Schumacher's a great driver, and yes, it would make a lot of sense if we put him in a car. Tell you what as well, he's also got... He's, I think this is... We're back to a Palmer um, GP2 year as well. There's yeah, no... Yeah, there's, we were saying this... Like, there's no Lando Norris or George no, Russell's no there. No outstanding talent in GP2 by the looks of things. Or or no one that appears to be standout. Maybe we'll get somebody through the course of the year. If Markelov doesn't win it this year... Which, which, will be, won't, won't. which will be very difficult because he isn't taking part. Oh, yeah. he was in the first. He's entered for the first race, wasn't he? No, nope, he wasn't in it this weekend. How are you supposed to win Good a championship Lord. from like twentieth on the grid? Good lord! <laughs> <laughs> no, there's um, there's no Markelov. Um, Luca Giotto looks to be. He's been in it about seven years. Well, this is it. He's Palmer in it, isn't he? If he doesn't win it, then there's something wrong with the world. And Ferrari on him as well. Yeah, but he's never going to make it to Formula, Formula One. He's not a Formula One driver. There's he, always Nick DeVry. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. Nicholas Latif. Well, I, I never thought about it before. Ja, um, is it Jack Nichols that does the... Not, it's not... He doesn't uh, commentate for Formula One for the GP2, does he? Who is it? Uh, Alex Jerks. Yeah. Um, he was on the Paddock Pass, the F1 TV thing. Yeah, because F1 owned him. Yeah, and uh, I'd never seen him before. Uh, he's a really weird-looking man. Um and um says the guy who looks like a fat Tim Minchin. No, no, but he just he looks um he's a handsome man, Tim Minchin. I will take that as a compliment. Um he uh he just doesn't look like you expect him to look. You know, when you hear somebody and yeah. you go it's I, I constantly get like messages on Twitter saying how I'm much more better much more good looking than they, they thought I was even gonna be. But um He's uh, the opposite. <laughs> All I get is get a bloody haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop that. Um, I forgot what he fucking said now. Jesus Christ. He said something. Oh, uh, <laughs> he said something about GP2. The, the, the pool of drivers is poor. The pool of drivers is poor. In comparison to last year. It's gone. Maybe She's two gone. years ago. Yeah. I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired. My legs are getting tired. My back's getting well, it's tired. Well, it's nearly meds yeah. time, so we need to look it at wrapping this up. Um, yeah, well, what else we got? We've got the um, F1 game. It's coming out at the end of June this year. Yes. So We're going to make the switch early. Making the switch early, Formula yep. League. I think the first race for the 2019 game will be Silverstone. Yeah, it will, and hopefully... It needs to be a better game, I've got to be honest. Oh, do you know what? I actually got quite into the, into the um, career mode in the end. Uh, but apparently, you can. They, they, they've got a chassis on the new gate that you can make your own livery for for, for like online. free sports. And well, I'd like it if you could do it in the in the game. The game, but yeah, probably just be online. I'd probably I just be on, online. And, and when that comes out, if anybody wants to copy the three legs four wheels logo, we will make them available. Yeah. On the website. Well, this is it. I think um, I think it'd be really cool if people did their own logos first. So did their own liveries for the cars. Yeah, that'd be ace. And then I'd just have to take loads of screen grabs and put them on the leaderboards. Yeah, and then at the end of the year, I think maybe what we should share them. Yeah. I think maybe what we should do at the end of the year is we'll work work it out. I've got um, a screen, uh, a video capture card, is take the top 10 drivers Mm. of of, of the championship, work out an extra special prize, and uh, and work out a time that it can be done at. And have a a full race with the top ten drivers. Well, or the top, however many people you can get online. I think you have a full race, so do it with the top. You'd have, have to a, it, have a full grid. Yeah, if it allows cross-platform play between PlayStation, Xbox, and Steam. Oh, I won't do that. 
just do we'll, we'll, we'd have to do it with the per, per console no christ would have to load you know you would have to do yeah, with the three. Do steam we, xbox playstation yeah but you yeah but then you've got to you'd, you'd have to do capture the video for that as well anyway it's something like that'd be cool if we could if we get if we get people actually racing each other we'll have to, we'll have to see what uh, we'll have to see what can be done right you're rambling time for you to ramble even more let's shunt it Ladies, let's shunt it and then we can shunt up shot. So I'm doing the uh, Formula Lee as a jump cut and drop in tomorrow then. Oh yeah. Well we just spoke about Formula Lee, so do you wanna I'll I'll drop it in after a total shunt. Okay. Because it's usually usually at the end. And that's what you've written down on there. I have total yeah. shunt for is it, it they're the two things that go in first on <laughs> on the on the, the two va- things that go in first on the running order, which are always the last two things. Yeah. Because I know they're gonna be the last two things. Yeah. And we're obviously still stalling for time while Lee finds this week. I was, try, I was just padding I out. was listening to you. Just I've had this since you wanted me oh, to let's go. Oh, right. In that case, fair enough. Who <laughs> is this week's from? This one is from Senior Rob. He's a, ah, free, he's yes. a frequent ah. shunter. Yes, he is. And he's found the best way of uh, getting on, getting me to do the, t- the, t- the total shunt. He messaged me and said, you haven't done my total shunt yet. Can you do it? Or he sent me a thing. And I said, yeah, send me a PM and I'll use yours. So come next Tuesday, uh, so come next Monday when we're going to record. I don't care about the time zones. You'll have to work that out yourself. Uh, if you send me a message on Twitter and then I say, PM me and I'll use it, I'll probably use yours. Because it's Monday. <laughs> let's let's go then. Right. Senor Rob. I was born. Yay. Correct. In 1930. Okay. Oh. Sorry, was that 30 or 13? 30. Right. Dan doesn't like the year 1930. I, I don't like historical All ones. the time, half past seven. <laughs> I was raised in the same town and was friends with a future F1 world champion. Okay. Right, okay. No, rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it does actually have next to it, he has it next to it in brackets, who that person was. But he's got it in brackets, so I take it he doesn't mean that to be. No, no, I wouldn't, uh, no, I wouldn't give that as a clue. Yeah. Uh, I was considered one of the best development drivers of my time in the 60s. Uh, at, uh, at 30 years old, I drove my first Formula One, uh, Formula One race for Ferrari and finished in sixth place. And I would like a guess, please, gentlemen. Drove for Ferrari in, in the 60. Well, in the, at 30. So 60, 61. Yeah. Which was about the average average age of a rookie in those days. Yeah, you're asking me to think of Ferrari drivers from 1961. Not going to be able to give you. I ain't got a great. Can we, can we just say Wolfgang von Trips again? <laughs> we can do. Um, I think he was a bit later than that. But let's let's just say him anyway. Wolfgang von Trips is the first guess. <laughs> Being the master of my time. I have been teammate for two F1 world champions. Mm-hmm. The beginning bit wasn't there. I just thought it had a little bit of flavour. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. That's what Peter Andre said. <laughs> no, he asked, what's your flavour? I think you'll find. That was Craig David. Was it? Yes. Oh, God. God, I do too many pub quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy mistake to make. 
Ferrari World Champions. John Surtees was 64 champion for Ferrari. Now, who would have been in the other car? He, he did... The questions were, or the clues were, that he drove for Ferrari... In, in 1960. So it's not necessarily a Ferrari world And that he'd been champion. teammates to two world champions. Mm. I think we might need, might need another clue here. So hang this, on. Is, this is a killer of a clue. <laughs> oh, what a guess. I, I think we should have taken the name the in brackets. Really... Was... Did you give me a guess? We gave you Wolfgang von Trips after the third quarter. Oh, one. right. Sorry, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't listen. Right, okay, cool. Uh that was four, wasn't it? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm getting confused. It's meds o'clock. It is meds o'clock. If uh, he's not listening, we should just tell him we've given him the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that medded. Um, I genuinely had to read this. What's confused me was this question. This, this clue. Yeah, and you will understand in a second. Go on. My best season was in 1963. And although I scored more points than my teammate that year, he finished second in the world championship. I finished third. That is because you only counted points from so many races. Yeah. Yeah. World yeah. championship races and then there was non-world championship yeah. races. I didn't think of that until you, until you said that, but that probably but it, but it, it bent used, it my used to be brain. like um you could only count four races in the first half of the season and five in the second yeah. half of the season and wasn't Jim Clark world champion in 63? Um, see, this is why I'm good at Formula One from when I was born onwards. I can imagine the young Bernie Eccleston when he actually got control of the sport going, lads, this is fucking bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of which, it was the 999th Grand Prix this weekend. Mm. The 500th Grand Prix was Adelaide 1990. That means I've watched more than half of the Formula One races that's ever been. I'm surprised, nice. wow. I'm surprised you haven't seen them all. Sod off. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're going to open yourself up like that on my triumphant return... The thing is, Kimi Raikkonen will hit 300 Grand Prix this year as well. So yeah. He's been in 30% of every race. Yeah, he will have been, yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, yeah, next clue. In my eight seasons in Formula One, I had team podium finishes and one victory. I think I want to... I want to yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to guess. God. It's proper Grosjean on that, isn't it? 14 podiums. I was, I was yeah. just, just going to say, like, think of the amount of drivers in Formula One which have had like a few podiums and a win. Yeah. <laughs> well, Grosjean hasn't won, but yeah. He's won something. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he's won that, like, the phone that had secret pictures of fucking somebody involved in Hass on them. Mm. Gene Hass in a female bathing costume or something. No, it's uh, it's the one with that rare video of Gunter Steiner where he wasn't swearing. <laughs> I think we're looking at somebody possibly Austrian. Okay. My knowledge of Austrian so, drivers is kind of... Wh which really Austrian fit. world champions can you think of from the 60s? Well, Jochen Rimp was, was he 69 or 70 world uh, champion. Jochen Rimp was 70. Uh, I'm just going to say, this guy was probably not... He wasn't a Formula One world champion, was he? No, but he was friends with a Formula One world champion who grew right. up in the same time, okay. town as him. Got you. I'm trying to think as well. So you can, you're looking for an Austrian world champion and you're hopefully going to remember his friend. 
Yeah. Nice tactic, Dan. <laughs> That's my <laughs> tactic. Yeah, all right, sorry. I see how this is going to work out. Uh, yeah, I, gonna, I, can, I can manage three Austrian drivers and none of them were racing in 1960. No. 60s is not my strong point. Yeah. I'm, I'm good at 60s world champions-ish, sort of, a bit. But, um, yeah. I'm going to hurry you. So... <laughs> We just said Wolfgang von Trips again. No, we can't. We've already <laughs> said that. Um, I've got absolutely nothing at the minute. No. So, do you know what? This is really difficult. I'll let you bank that, and then you can have you can you can work two people out. Mind you, I suppose it doesn't matter, does it? Yeah. On the last clue, <coughs> doesn't matter. You can say mm. anybody. Tell, give me a, give me someone. Jackie Stewart. <sighs> There's no spaffer either. Um, Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> Me, where? Sorry, my one, my one and only win in in Formula One came in 1965. Not only was it a special one for me, it was a major, it was of major significance to the team as well. Oh Christ! I I'd like to say congratulations I... to Senor Rob for beating us. I would. I, I'll give you a hint. Even um, with some questions to go. Yeah. I. I... Drove for Lotus. Uh, I'm, I'm going to help you here because I think you're going to say say yourself wrong. Um, I don't know what the I don't know whether it was a factory whether it was a factory team or not, but he's got it down here Honda. Honda Honda didn't enter F1 until. Well, actually, they may have been. And the race was Mexico. Drove for Honda Mexico 65. That sounds like a bike. The Honda Mexico 65. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not exactly not who I was thinking of then. Well, that was it. I thought you know you, it's it, it's going so badly. I didn't want I didn't want you to send yourself down a Lotus track. No. No, this is a Lotus running into the back of a Sauber and flipping it. Yeah. I had a small role uh, and was a technical advisor. Uh, in a film that won three Academy Awards in 1966, obviously. Right, so Grand, Grand Prix, Prix yeah. film. So, Peter Gethin? Oh. Possibly. Most Formula One world champions. Mm, I don't know who we would have grown up in the same town <laughs> as. Did, ah, uh, did the question about growing up in the same town, was it a friend of a... Yes, he was a friend. A friend of him, right. I have competed in the Le Mans 24 Hours, also known as the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Yes. The, seven that, times. That I, seems to be a question that crops up as often as I was born. I know it does. <laughs> I thought that would have seen it. <laughs> I'm uh, just waiting for the day when someone sends a Nico Hulkenberg one in. Se <laughs> uh, seven times. I have finished... None of those races. <laughs> oh. You know, because DNFs are always something that stick in the mind. Yep. Peter Gethin's the best as I can go. I, do, I can't get any better I don't than know, that. Mark Webber's DNFs at Le Mans were pretty spectacular. Mm. Anthony Davidson's. Mm. Yeah. It's a song Dan likes. I was born in the USA. <laughs> Well, so he would have 
grown up with Phil Hill. Yeah. Uh, I can confirm, or one of the I, I can confirm that the fre- that the ex world champion that he was friends with was indeed Phil, Phil Hill. Hill. That links nicely into last week. Yeah, yeah. the only American <laughs> born. <laughs> well, well, well done for guessing Phil Hill, Dan. You get no points. So you're friends with Phil. Hill. Yeah, last week Phil Hill was worth a point. <laughs> Where's the justice? What's the point in Phil Hill anyway? He's not the hill we're looking for. It's not the hill you want. <laughs> it's the hill we need. <laughs> it's the hill we deserve. Um, are you just going to? Are you? Are you, are you just going to give up without even having another guess? I'm trying to think back to last week's total shunt. And American racing drivers again, not my strong point. Were, yeah. And was there a question on where Phil Hill was born? But I don't think there was. Barring divine intervention, I do not believe you're going to get this. Nor do I. Or I know I'm not. I don't know. Don't know how close you two feel you are. Um, nowhere near. I've got. I've got. I've got out. Is this, is this the first defeat? This um, is. This is the first out because you've always got a point. You know, like you've you've got it on the spaffer, haven't you? Before. Yeah, but there isn't a spaffer. No. Well, I for a half point, there's no spaffer. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe a spaffer would have helped you, given how lost you are right now. I don't believe that a spaffer would have helped. I can go and look for a spaffer if you want. I'm willing to take the defeat. I think. Yeah. I think Lee needs to take his meds, so I'm yeah. yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna concede defeat. I am Richie. Can't quite pronounce the surname. Jintha, Jintha, G I N T H E R. G I N T H E R. Ginter. Is it Ginter? Yeah. No. We were beaten. That is... Senor, Senor Rob, I salute you. That was... Do we still have a score sheet? What are the scores? Uh, I've, been, I've been writing them down on the... Uh, writing them down in the pod book when we've been here. and right. We've never got more than a half all, all year. Right, okay. Um, but, but we've never uh, got zero until today. That is, our, that is our first zero in a long time. So how do you get a total shunt? You're saying PM you, but how do you PM you, Lee? No, 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 talking to your microphone. (laughs) I need to go. I need to go now. Uh, You can uh, send me PM on Twitter uh, and send me total shunts. And then I'm I'm not doing them in order that I get them now because I've still got loads on uh, loads there, or I've got some there. I don't think I don't know if I've got loads or not. You because I get lots of messages. Um, I'm I'm really popular. Just send them to me, and then on the Mondays, if you want me to use yours. Like we start Tweet rec- at a total shunt. We start recording about eight o'clock, don't we? <laughs> get me a message before half seven. And gen- I, and like the first message I get before half seven, I'll use yours. All right, the second Formula Lee race of the year was a lap of Bahrain in the dry in a Toro Rosso. And uh, you needed a time of 129.113 to get into the top 20, and these people did. Start with James Holman in 20th, Randy Hale 19th, Nick Patakis, who was 18th, Adam Smith 17th, Alberto Roldan 16th, Ross Tuddenham in 15th, Daniel Lendervai 14th, Hunter Sargent was 13th, Ricky Worrell 12th, Ken Lauderback was 11th, 10th was Ollie Vestley, 9th was Paul Large Simon, 8th was Kyle Armstrong, 7th was Michael J. Keller, 6th was Vaitcher Camping, 5th was Santeri Unasti, and I hope again I've said it right. 
Fourth was Rob McLowan. And the top three, Josh McCarthy in third, 128.232. Second was Alessandro Popolani, 127.672. And uh, this week's winner was Chris Olby with a time of 127.663. Right, next up is a lap round China. And it's going to be in the wet this week because we've not done a wet race for a while. And uh, let's have it in a Ferrari to make up for it. So that is a wet race in China in a Ferrari. And you've got until Monday, the 15th of April at uh, 7 o'clock UK time, 2 o'clock Eastern. That's the end of this jump cut. And if you want to get in touch with all of us on the show individually, I am at Pablo100. At Flood21. At Dan Dankleton. And Sean is at Sean Cowper. The show itself is at Three Legs Four Wheels. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Three Legs Four Wheels. We're on Instagram as well. And if you're old school and um, want to get in touch by email, it's Three Legs Four Wheels at gmail.com. Yeah. And there's the extra show. We've already mentioned the Patreon show tonight, mm-hmm. but patreon.com slash Three Legs Four Wheels. Um, sign up from as little as $1 a month, and everything goes to. Uh, Goes towards helping the show, and you get an extra podcast every week. And yeah. uh, this week was gory. Check out Musty Audio as well. I make it dead easy. All my shows are on Musty Audio thing, all three of them. So go and check out my other stuff. We will be back next week, and we'll be looking forward to the Chinese Grand Prix. Sayonara. That's Japanese. I don't care. Okay, fair enough. See you later. We'll see you next week. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>